here we are with Haunted Age, Journey to the West, Season 1, Episode 2. We're in June 2020, and to my left, I have X playing Y. I'm Devin, the referee, and to my left, we have X playing Y. Nicole playing Falco, with Scoogle as my monster. Tyler playing Jacqueline, a.k.a. Lumberjane, with Cuddlefoot as my monster. Kevin playing Nines with Oracle as his monster. Without the shadow, his monster Teddy. Mark can't make it this week, so he isn't here. So, gang, who wants to recap what happened at the end or during the last session? We went into subway tunnels, and a bunch of people got pink-bellied by Cape Draculas, and we rescued a subway car monster. You did. You rescued one of the tunnel crawlers from the remains of Old Toronto and helped it shed its exoskeleton, which has been loaded onto the train that is taking you to the west to the city of Vila to drop off its precious cargo. That was concise. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't go all over the place. All right, sometimes. So, you're on an old CN rail train that's gone through extensive modification to its various cars. It has cargo haulers on it, it has living quarters from old like passenger trains built into it. It is called the 8-Track. And, uh, yeah, it's spray-painted and colored and, you know, done up all custom-style because there, there aren't really a lot of regulations on this stuff anymore. Like, there are, but the people who use these rails and whatnot aren't, uh... Those are going to be on the force, though. Yeah. It's not like there's two trains on opposite sides of the track come to smash each other. There's, there are ways for this. There, there are ways for this before there was internet. They have it handled. Press the jump button. Boing. There's also more tracks. Like, there just are more tracks now going alongside the, the main ones. Monsters that just lay tracks as they go everywhere. Thanks. Pretty much. Like, Thanks. they'll read them Thanks. or whatever to, like, help with that expansion. Or cities will, you know, build more around them to help trains. Hmm. Yeah, a bit of a boom with that. Anyway... We are on the 8-track currently, and I must now ask you, what are the names of the three adults accompanying you? Goat. Peter, Bjork, and John. My computer broke, so I can't. Oh, wait, they actually have names. We're not just naming them now. Heather, Frank, and <laughs> Goat. Yes. I thought you were asking for suggestions from the crowd. No, no, not at all. <laughs> Uh, I do need to test. know uh, two of them were women and one was a man, and I don't Frank remember. was the woman. Tell her Frank and Goat. Right. Was Goat a guy? No, Goat was the woman. Frank was <laughs> fr- I thought Frank was the woman. No, there are two women. There's okay. only one guy. <laughs> well, Frank I've already was, forgot. Frank was definitely a woman, and I have no idea about the others. They can just all sound alike. It's, it's the fine. future. This kind of stuff is fluid. Alright, fine. Uh, I think Teller was the dude. Oh well, listeners are used to this quality from us, we're good, it was only literally last week. Anyway, train is trugging along, you're seeing the landscape change uh, before you as it crawls along the tracks. Um, There's metal against metal, a constant sound of, uh, you know, that that, that rail sound of scraping against steel, the kind of pattern. and yeah, the outside world uh, passes you by. There is light frost uh, starting to show up uh, around you as you're kind of going across the landscape. You, receive, you see that the Canadian Shield is still, you're on the other side of it basically, and there are different peaks on it now that are all frosted over and kind of snow-capped. Um, the sun is in the sky, you know, it looks like you're, it looks like the season around here is coming into fall. The seasons aren't usually super consistent. Let me just... Anyway, uh, mountaintops, frost, autumn, 
And you can see on the horizon uh, the telltale signs of human habitation, as well as a station coming up as there's like arms on poles uh, that are built out of like rusted metal and like water towers nearby for like you to switch, switch over, cause various things to happen to signal your arrival. And yeah, you pull into a train station. It looks fairly modern, uh, you know, something from the 2000s era. A lot of aluminum and steel, sleek Art Deco kind of curves to it. Looks like it was an art installation. And um, there's no one here to meet you. There is spray painting, though, um, all across this, this um, train station. Looks like it's re recent spray paint. It is a caution yellow uh, circle uh, with what looks like the three Wi-Fi bands in it. Are they warning us that there's no Wi-Fi? I don't know. This is the scene I've set. The adults are stopping. They're busy unloading the train. Like they're busy basically getting the train. I checked my in. phone. Yeah. Do I have Wi-Fi? Uh, when you pick up your phone, it is giving weird artifacting on your screen. Like it's doing like squares and squiggles, and like every once in a while you see someone's reflection in it, or the camera turns on and it's you, but you're staring away from the camera. That's my best angle. You should tell Oracle. Stop it. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm going to get him to do electro section to try and clear up the uh, waves around us. Yeah, there's no signal here, but your phone clears up. Your uh, your buddy, it's a pigeon bee, right? It's a pigeon bee. It's, uh, it's walking around, not really hovering like it can, but it's walking around and just kind of walking in front of you guys, moving about erratically and like tapping its feet on the ground and making cooing buzz sounds. <laughs> uh, you all right, buddy? It's doing it a lot. Like, it's, it's, it's bumping into all of you guys now. Yeah. We got some uh, weird interference. Your and... friends are constantly rebooting their routers. Oh, huh. I thought he was the one doing it. You guys are... Cuddle foot a little closer. Is he okay? Yeah. My guys are okay. okay. Yeah. I don't think any of the rest of you are psychic. You're psychic, are you? Yeah, yeah he makes wormholes. It's not the same. Hypnolize. It's not the same type of psychic. Yeah, I'm losing uh, I'm losing contact contact with the council here. Yeah, can you hear? No. Can you hear me no, no, no. You're coming. Does in this passion. mean that you are unsupervised? <laughs> I kind of just look over to go. <laughs> the adults aren't around, but um... why did you have to phrase it that way? <laughs> That's the worst possible way you could phrase it. Hey guys, yes, you split up for no reason. The adults aren't in this area of the train, but as you guys are just talking about having arrived, you can feel the train pulling onto like a, a track that isn't part of the main line, you know, where the trains go. And you do hear a lot of slamming and arguing coming from the top of the train, like the front. The engine cabins. Let's have a little people portal and let's listen in. I just think it's funny how like, Clearly, don't know trains. You're like the top of it. You know the the engine places. Well, this one has a little bit of trains. I grew up around them. Constantly waking me up at night. The adults are fighting. It's time to awkwardly stand in one area and just kind of pretend we don't hear them. Yeah, they're further at the front of the train. You have to go through a few cars. Open up a little portal and listen in. Uh, yeah. So Teller, Frank, and Goat are clearly in the same room. Uh, Teller and Frank are arguing with themselves while Goat is quietly just working on stuff on the train. You can see them there. They're they're pulling parts out and putting parts back in. To be clear, when you say arguing with themselves, you mean arguing with each other. The three of them, yeah. Okay. 
Okay. Two of them are arguing. One is being passive and looks like they are clearly engaged in this, and like their silence is their contribution, like their protesting. Because arguing with yourself usually means something else. <laughs> that was like they're uh, crazy. The like, uh, adults. <laughs> okay. Uh, why are we here? I guess it's a train station. You know, go stretch your legs. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the front of the train and bang on the door. There, they hush up and like you hear arguing go down a bit and uh yeah uh frank opens the door hey buddies how are you doing hey buddies we're good we were just one i'm gonna put my hands on my legs like he's doing yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. we him. were just wondering why we're here and what all the yelling and banging was about we're just uh stopping off to get supplies here, we need to get parts for the, the train to complete the trip, but um, we might be here for a while. And like Taylor just like looks over, like gives a dirty look. Do you not know how to navigate the town without Wi-Fi? <laughs> Goat speaks up. We're gonna have to tell them anyway. It's why they're here. Get the other kids. Bring them in. Portal opens up. Boom. <laughs> yeah. Walk in. Yeah, Teller and Frank just, just, they go to a different part of the train. And go, um... I feel like this is going to be an adult conversation, so I'm covering Cuddlefoot's ears. <laughs> I'm going to say Goat's one of the dudes. No, Goat is the dude. Sure, he's an old goat. Perfect. <laughs> Teller and Frank are women. Someone write that down in the notes, Peter. I did. So I can remember. You shouldn't, because you just swap them up every time. <laughs> so bad at this. So we need you to go into town with us. Okay. I mean, we're going to do that anyway, but... We can't go into town with you, and you can't stay there long. Why? Oh, the, like, place problems? Go goes up and, like, like, points out, like, the engineering window to, like, the graffiti. We didn't think this town would get hit this fast by the infection. And it has, which means all our supplies are in there. And we can't go in to get them because we don't have monsters. We don't have a bond. What's the infection? Okay. I'm going to give you instructions on how to get into the town, get what we need, and leave. We're not going to dwell on what's happening to the town. You're just going to follow the instructions that keep you safe, okay? But Scruggle's really good at healing. This isn't that kind of problem. You said it's an infection. He's good at healing like that. Not just from scratches and bites. When you go into the town, you're going to see things that look like people who live in the city. And it's not them. Alright? They're fine. They're fine. They'll be back in like a month, maybe. But for now, they're not here. You need to stay away from what looks like them. Yo, are we talking like a body snap? Is that what? Invasion of the body snatchers? Your, uh, your horror... Uh, student council members like super excited about this. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna need more info here. She's uh, she's talking my ear off. See that symbol? Yeah. That symbol means the town's been contaminated. It happens to towns. It's probably happened to your town before you got a pet and noticed it happens. It strolls on through and it leaves. Most people don't even notice. But because you have pets, whatever makes you and your pets work interferes with the infection and provides you some sort of immunity, which means you notice when it happens. 
Don't, don't. If we go into town, you won't see us for about a month until the infection passes. What happens if you take them out of town? You can't get to them. They're not there. You ever, um, you ever go on a frozen lake? Yeah. You ever see the shadows of fish underneath? Yeah. Okay, so if you touch the shadow on the ice, you're not touching the fish, right? No. That's what you're going to see in town. It's their shadow on the ice. Okay. Is the shadow dangerous or can we just ignore it? Don't let them get too close to you in large numbers because that'll cause a lot of interference and hurt your pet. And also don't try to interact with them because that'll cause problems for them. That's the leading theory. So what you're saying is the only people we can trust are each other. I mean, you'll <laughs> figure out pretty quick who you can trust once you get in there. Believe me, it'll be visually apparent. Okay, and mm, what if what if there are other kids? Uh, so talk to them, get info from them, see what they know. Most lost kids who lives in towns so that get hit by the infection know to uh, know the know the know the, know the drill. But what if they're tourists? And their mommy and daddy, or... It'll be whatever. over in at least a month. Maybe it's already halfway there, maybe it'll be clear up tomorrow, we can't wait that Okay. So what do we need to, to do to get the supplies? There are three supplies you need to get for us. Alright? There's our fuel supplies, our train parts, and our food supplies. These aren't just for us, by the way. We have to deliver this stuff down the line. It's part of the whole deal with what we're doing to get to Vila. So, the fuel supplies are going to be in a red crate, color-coded fuel. It'll be at their fuel depot. It's going to be in a red containment unit. It's unstable. You'll, and he points to the top of the town and there's like power lines everywhere. You'll have to use the rail line system to have it delivered here to the train station. If the rail system's out, you'll have to move it through the city streets and make sure it doesn't get jostled a bunch. It's fuel. Uh, the parts aren't actually probably made yet, so you'll have to go to the town's do-it-yourself station and get it yourself. And go takes out like a, what looks like an 8-track cassette. I, I point at 9s when he takes out anything technical. I point at 9s because he's the one to give it to you. Yeah, they... they, they Go takes out a tape that looks like a magnetic tape with, like, circuit boards on it. These are the print files for what we need. Okay. Also the destination files for the rail system. Yeah, that's important, right, guys? Right. Yeah, okay. Because it has to come to us, because we can't go into the town to get it. And then there's the food... Those are magnets, right? No. No. And there's the food supplies. It'll be in a green storage crate that you'll probably have to fill yourselves in their, um... Shoot, I had a name for this, too. In their, uh... Oh, in their community garden. And he, like, points kind of the center of town where there's, like, a skyscraper still standing from when places had a lot of skyscrapers. And it's just covered in green and foliage and stuff and looks like a, like a naturally forming tree. That's their, you know, community garden. All you gotta do is get the supplies, get it over to us. We gotta pick and choose what we're taking from there, or, uh... There should be a list in the crate manifest. Sweet. Because it's not what we asked for, it's what they can spare. I'm calling it now. No broccoli. 
So whatever they've earmarked for us in the manifest is all, all you need to take. They've already in the math for us. It's all figured out. This is important. We didn't think we'd need you for this, but it's one of the reasons why we needed you. The other solution is we set up camp outside town until the infection passes. I can handle responsibility. I'm not 15. <laughs> All right. So just that. What's with being 15? Well, you're just kind of immature. When you're 15? Yeah. Wow, nines. Is that how old you are? 14. Oh. <laughs> Hasn't hit the face yet. <laughs> You can trust us. We'll do this in and out. That was in character, by the way. I was asking you how old I was. Just be careful with the crates. Some of them can go through Jocelyn and unexpected transportation. He says, looking at you and your teleporter. Only some of them can go through that, not all of them. Try to stick to the plan the best you can. Don't deviate from the plan if you can if you can help it. Vegetables for the portal, everything else. I think that'd be fine, yeah. If your portal can do it, sure, but careful with the other things. Like, we could probably get another set of parts made at this city's maker, you know, at their do-it-yourself station, the maker they have. They probably have enough feedstock for it. But the food is irreplaceable because it's the town's food, and the fuel is not replicatable. We need that fuel. Also, it'll explode. I would say that the parts... Or denature, or get spilled, or it just will lose its, uh, like, like, there are safety measures in the crate. If the crate thinks the fuel's gonna be compromised, it'll neutralize the chemicals inside and shut it down. Like, it'll, it'll just deactivate the fuel, and it'll be useless. I think that the parts can probably go through portals just fine, because they're metal and stuff, but the food probably shouldn't. Because, I don't know, it does something makes you disappear and come back. I don't know if it comes back all the way the right way, or... I don't know, maybe it'll make it taste funny. Diet food. So yeah, the objectives for uh, the infected town of Frostdale are the red crate, the blue crate, and the green crate. Okay. So you guys get to choose how to prioritize it, and then you get to dive on into town! <laughs> the moment they're out of eye shot, I'm just like, okay, so I need a long sleeve shirt, because uh, just kind of points to the air, the frigid, getting cold air. So Maybe the, like, the air outside of town is clearly cold and frosted over, and I see some of the lake freezing. Directly over town, there's a bunch of storm clouds, and you can sort of see green peeking through it, like the green kind of processing things. And the happy face on it looks strained as it's making constant hot steam pour down on town. Maybe explain this smiley face thing. The clouds in the sky that, that kind of scrub the atmosphere and keep the terraforming going. The original terraforming project for... Mars uh, manifests as large algae colonies of green clouds with happy faces on them, stamped at their production facility. I'm going to head on to the train uh, and go to my bunk, uh, and I'm going to start knitting. Okay. I'm going to put on my shirt that I've tied around my waist. So, in this rough area, since I've got an article kind of uh, clearing up the air, I'm just going to text it's like, uh, so we're checking out the zombies. Roxy wants us to check out the zombies, so we're checking out the zombies. She will not give me peace until we do. Who are you telling this to? Everyone. Group chat. 
Oh. After the adults are gone. After the adults are gone. Oh wait, you don't. You wouldn't have a cell phone. No, or... I don't have a cell phone. Yeah. So well, actually, else. I probably do, but it's not. Well, if you're there's this one just opposite its mouth, and <laughs> stuff comes out. <laughs> it's... Like I probably the... have a cell phone, but yeah, it's probably not as useful as. He does a little stitch. I think we should go out to the fuel first, because if we fuck that up, then everything else will be fucked anyway. Oh. I agree with you. We should tackle the most difficult thing first. Yep. So, okay. Because I don't have dice in my pool yet. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. We can uh, like probably find a map in town. Oh wait, do they have a local ethernet? Or... Yeah, they also have a local map in the train station. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Paper map sounds better because uh, things are getting weird and glitchy. Yeah, so the Maybe we should take it with us. The town's layout is concentric circles. It's almost like it's built kind of along natural roundabouts. So, like, all the streets spiral inward to, like, major circles, and each circle is labeled with a number. Like so, that. like, there are, like, major streets that start small as you come into town, then widen out and become a big circle where you can turn yourself around and leave again, and they have branch-off arteries everywhere. So it's, like, a lot of, like... You know, the commas slash yin-yang slash... Suzumaki uh, is what yeah, I Yeah, spirally know. patterns. It's not that complicated looking. It looks like a fucking kid's play... Cussing kid's play mat. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, it's different than what we'd be used to right now. So they, they clearly have marked where things are. The town's fabricator slash maker slash do-it-yourself station is over there. The uh, community garden is in the middle. That's where they kind of centered a lot of stuff and process around. And the fuel depot's just clear-cut on the other side of town from the train station and the housing and stuff. So that means the garden's definitely the best place to go last because it's the furthest away. Fuel depot's the furthest away. Oh. Fuel's in the middle. The maker is equidistance from the maker. Food is in the middle? Yeah, the food is in the middle. Yeah. We said fuel last time. I'm slurring. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Good thing you didn't call him race car. Um. Okay, so... Get it clicked with the map. Also, all the streets are color-coded. Like, the map, the streets on the map, like the, the commas, are color-coded. The physical streets are paved with that color. That's really useful. It's super useful, and it's even colorblind gradiented. <laughs> so how are we going to get these uh, crates back? Like, Carry him, I have lots, we, we have oh, lots right. of us. Fuel well, there. didn't they say track. that there was a track system? There is, there's tracks all over the town that like run rails and stuff everywhere. I kind right. of assumed it would be broken. Which, that seems like what would happen. Basically, stuff that's produced in the middle of town or at the fabricator or at stuff outside of town gets up onto the rails and gets delivered to places so you don't need transport trucks constantly coming through the city. Alright. And they don't need to dig under for a subway because you just put it up in the sky. You shouldn't always assume the worst. You might be right, but you'll never be happy. We're going into a ghost <laughs> city. There's ghosts everywhere. Yeah, ghosts that are on like autopilot maintaining stuff. I mean, think about it. He said that this comes in, passes, and then goes away and no one notices. If everything went to shit while it came cuss. through, sorry, <laughs> if everything went to cuss while it went through, then people would notice when it was done. So the fact that they don't notice means they must maintain and keep things going as it passes through. That's probably it's automated. Who'd want to be driving, you know, a train for a living? <laughs> So you guys are at the train station ready to head into town? Yep. yep. Teller runs up behind you. Stop, stop, stop. What? What? Which one of you is the most responsible? Tell me right now. Um... Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
She gets up into your face. I need you to listen to me really cussing carefully right now. When you go into town, on the way in, before the town walls start, but after the train station, there's a building. It'll be bigger than you're used to. It'll be about one and a half floors tall. It'll have a sign on it that says Walmart. Under no circumstances are you to let any of these children go into that building. Do you understand me? Any of these children? Any of these children. Okay. This is serious. This is more serious than the town problem. If you let them go into there, some of you might die. Stay away from the building. Don't look at the building. Don't think about the building as you pass by it. Ignore anything you see moving on the inside of the building. Okay? Okay. Teddy's tempting his fingers. I'm like, I'm like whispering Walmart to myself, trying to figure out like you why kids it's are so not scary. equipped to deal with what's in there. Nine's kind of like taps his head, like, no, no, we're not. Mark. And uh, Teller leaves. Okay. And when they want to make an impression and leave, not not dot along. Oh, she's uh, uh before te- before Teller leaves. Um. In the future, maybe just tell those things to me privately, because when you say it in front of the kids, <laughs> ideas get into their heads, and it becomes more difficult to corral them away from it. We'll find out how that works out after this, I guess. You're the responsible one. It's best to tell me if I'm not supposed to go somewhere, because then I know that I'm not supposed to go there. But it's easier if I can lie to you. Yeah. Though if we get split up, it would be a really bad idea. One of us yeah. didn't know. Because she can't read. <laughs> and I don't read. As so. a principle. You can't <laughs> read? What? You can't read? Teller says, pointing at you, looking at you, waiting for a response, because you guys just mentioned it. We got you, Taco. <laughs> walks away he comes back with a laminated card with some symbols on it any of these symbols you don't go into the building smiley face there's like yeah, there's a walmart logo a target logo a 7-eleven one what would stand in for like a mike smart or like a small local like chain store you know ikea's logos there that sort of thing that's all the checklist <laughs> it's just the different camouflage they use It'll be like bingo. Okay. If you were to go into Teller's room, they actually have like a small map of like the area along the track with like X's where those buildings are. Please be tied together with like string. Oh, oh yeah. No, no, no. Because um, they have to move them every once in a while. Yeah. All right. Well, daylight's burning. Woo. You start walking along the, the bricked colored path. Uh, head into town. Funny enough, the material the path is made of, have you ever been to newer playgrounds that have this kind of rubbery, bouncy asphalt that's really good yeah. on your knees mm-hmm. and ankles? It's all built out of that. Yeah. I'm like knitting as we go, kind of like making a, a, a turtleneck. Every now and then I'll like size it up to nines and like size it down a size so it's going to be like just too tight. It's just kind of stares and clearly doesn't understand what is going on here. She's like, oh, she's, she's knitting. That's cool. Wonder what she's knitting. Who's it for? Why? What's gonna happen? 
Why, mother? Alright. As you head into town along the path, um, yeah, in between the gates of town proper, which is like the whole place is covered in like hot steam and fog, it looks like, from the cloud up there trying to. I don't know, the clouds just keep circling into the sky, and everyone's willing to see a lightning storm go off inside of it, and there's shapes in it moving, like cuttlefish. And like, it's blotting the town out from being able to see it properly, except for its large buildings. But right after the station, right before the walls, on a split-off road made of material different from the material you're currently on. Older, more worn down and eroded. There's, like, stuff pressed into it. You know, there's broken concrete around it. It's a building in the distance with a big, large square cut out into the ground and paved over where there's, like, carcasses of vehicles and stuff. And, yeah, the lights are on inside. You can vaguely hear music coming from it. And if you look at the windows real close, all of them are not broken. And you can see shapes moving on the inside, highlighted by backlight. There's like little inflatable arm men outside with just signs that say, come inside. All welcome. Hey guys, let's play a game. I'm going to put my arms up like the inflatable men in the back of them. The game is called Form a Line, Look at the Sky, and Tell Me What You See. <laughs> hey, can you do that like in front of the building? Not, not super close, not super close, just... Uh, he holds out his pigeon and just kind of like films for it. It's like, yeah, yeah. You happy? Yeah. There we go. The building is a bit askew, like like it's not directly one on as you're walking away, so you can start to see the back, like just the back lot of it. And there's like a place for like the transport truck to drop stuff off, there's like garbage disposals and stuff. But the ground directly behind the store in a line has what look like drag marks in the ground and like displaced ground. I bet I could get a sweater for like the cost of two sweaters in there. The vocation being the store moves. Yeah. Yeah, as long as you guys don't interact with it at all and just keep on going, you're fine. Surely go in. Eh, nah. I mean, I could probably get a big screen for really cheap in there. Someone's feeding you info on on what Walmarts were. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, they're just stores with cheap stuff in them. There's probably weird ads popping up on uh, Oracle right now. It's like, I don't understand these. The the town internet is messed up. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, it's doing weird things. Your pet has to... Actively act to keep a clear line to the outside world. Yeah, I'm probably like browsing through that and trying to pick up like street info and. Uh... Yeah, none of that's coming through. There's something wrong with the, the connection for the local town internet. Huh. It's yeah. down or it's not functioning the way it should. Yeah, even Oracle's not picking us up anything right up. I'm getting like weird ads and stuff, but uh, this is like spam. Oh, spam! No, not, not the good stuff. This oh. is the awful, awful stuff. So yeah, the town wall is there. It's not really a wall in that like keeps things in or out. It's more just a boundary marker that they like build infrastructure into. Like there are buildings built onto the inside of it. There's like stuff built on the outside. Like you know, there's like a little water park area they have set up near for the lake stuff. They have rental stuff. They have like vehicle docks so that if you take off road vehicles, you can leave them here for maintenance. It's more of a boundary marker slash functional thing than a keep people in and out thing. Like it doesn't even have a gate. Like there's no locking mechanism. It's just a semicircle with breaks in it all along the way. And, uh, yeah, uh, it's super foggy and misty. And, uh, as you get closer, you see shapes in the fog. Fifteen feet tall, gangly, extended, man-like, with what looks like large antenna coming out of their head, where their head would be. 
and they're just kind of loping along in between buildings and giving out a sound. Was I not paying enough attention? Did they, did they mention these? I don't remember them mentioning these. Maybe those are the adults. I think the adults can't get close enough to this to ever know what's really going on. They just know that it happens. I can get close enough. So, you are in the middle of town, or not the middle, you're in the entrance to town from the train yard. Yes, a lot of different entrances for people coming from different ways. Um, where would you like to, what objective would you like to approach first as these lumbering, weird, pallid giants kind of just walk in the background? I think we're heading for the fuel. Hmm. All right, the fuel is kept on the outskirts of town, away from, uh, living quarters in a facility built into the wall, so if you want to get on in, you'll have to just navigate in through. Okay. Oh, we can go on the wall. Good. Good. Can I use an SFX now? Yeah, what do you want to do? I want to create a complication to gain a PowerPoint. What complication do you want to create? I don't know. I was hoping you would tell me. <laughs> what are you looking for? I'm looking for a PowerPoint. <laughs> you can also, uh, what do you call it? You can also throw your distinction down to D4 next time you're holding a freebie. You yeah. can do that with all your distinctions if you make them all fit. Oh, yeah, I, I will probably do that too. But, um, okay, I'm just thinking maybe, uh, maybe we get in and because of the fog obscuring everything, we can't see the streets clearly and our map isn't as helpful as we want it to be. Um, how about the complication, which we tied to you and your pet, is that you and your pet are getting super spooked. Okay. It's at a D8 right now. If it goes above D12, you're going to get taken out. Okay. All right, so just, oh, I'm going to get the cue cards I didn't. They're around here somewhere. They're in the well, So what's the name of this complication? Spooked? Spooked, D8. Okay. You've got your power. I don't know, guys. This is kind of rustling my jimmies. Even Cuddlefoot isn't uh, really feeling it right now. And he's normally the brave one. You want to chill in, like, a convenience store or something for a bit? Get, like, a slushy eye open again who's going to stop us. Together? Yeah, there are mom pop shops in here. Oh, yeah. there's a 7 Eleven right there. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 There's nothing named a 7 There are little, yeah. like, malt shops and stuff. Yeah, we'll get a malt. Like, no one's going to stop us. Two straws? Yeah, yeah, of course. All of two straws. <laughs> It's all coming Everyone together. Everyone gets a straw. <laughs> <laughs> Two straws? At least that. <laughs> For four people? I mean, each has two ends. Yeah, sure. Let's let's head in. All right. So, yeah, there's a mom paw shop. It's called Raspberry and Strawberry. And, yeah, there's, like, a wall with, like, pulleys for, like, making your own milkshake. There's, like, a little Cold Stone Creamery counter where, like, the people would, like, do stuff with the ice cream and make one by hand if you wanted. It's cute. There are prices everywhere. Uh, everything in here looks a little empty. Like, there's still products swirling around at the containment units. Oh, it's all powered? Oh, yeah. Oh, perfect. Alright. Ready? Nothing's stopping. <laughs> Stay oh, man. God. Yeah, this one's on me. Don't worry about it. I'm gonna take my phone and kind of bump it up against the price scale. Yeah, I guess. I got a thing for that. And yeah. electronics can talk to each other like that. 
yeah, I'll just uh, kind of put in like for large Sundays or whatever it would be, or whatever a custom one would be. Yeah, there's some sort of currency exchange for out-of-towners. Cool. The people in town have their own method or whatever. Uh, yeah, this place is empty. There, It looks empty. There are signs that someone's been here recently, like some of the chairs and stuff were askew, whereas everything else is stacked immaculately. Uh, you can see garbage on the ground. Someone's been eating here. I didn't like that quick change from it's empty to it looks empty. <laughs> right. <laughs> so subtle. All the all the things that can be speakers, so like the speakers for the music system, the tools, little beeper, like the tool booths, little beeper guy, um, any phones that have been left behind, they are all putting out that weird music that the things with the sirens for heads are putting out. That weird staticky moaning sound. So it's super loud. It's not like they're at max volume, but it's repeating through. Anyone ever seen a monster like that before? No. Oh, it's a little tough way. What'd you say? Uh, we didn't see any. Across the street, in another small little, like, I don't know, wedding dressmaking shop, uh, there are shapes moving in the window. They look like they're kind of black, fuzzy, staticky outlines, like a shadow. And they're just kind of moving around in the store. Every once in a while, the door will like open like maybe halfway and then close, like it's being moved by wind, and like one of them will face through the door and move around. Look at that dress. Is that not the cutest thing you have seen? Could you imagine me in that? I can imagine you in a lot of things, yes. Oh my, oh my god. It's getting yeah. steamy here. What? Why are you laughing? You say over the phone to your student council, who got it? I'm gonna... Okay, we're back. Last thing we talked about were ghosts in the wedding dress shop and Tina here. <laughs> so Tina. I'm gonna get up, turn off the open sign on the ice cream parlor, and then lock the door. Uh, oh, good. Now not, none of you can leave. I didn't know ghosts could open doors, and now now that I know this, I'm, oh, I'm smarter for it. Of course ghosts can open doors. They're not fire. <laughs> ghosts are kind of famous for opening and closing doors at will. Hmm. Um, I'm gonna go check. I mean, not booze, they're shy. I thought you meant booze as in like alcohol, and I was like, what? What? <laughs> What's happening? Spirits? Ah. <laughs> um, <laughs> look on Peter's face. Peter's gonna die here. <laughs> um, hey guys. I'm gonna go check in the toilet rooms. Why? Someone was here. And I just want to not be surprised. I thought you were gonna say the water fountain rooms. <laughs> because. <laughs> okay. Um, I have thought. What about we just eat our Sundays and leave? But they might jump out and be like, because I'm a scared kid all alone and all the ghosts are in town instead of my parents. Okay, but if you open the door, that will definitely happen. Well, no, because yeah. then I will be you're, surprised you're turning, and they'll turning, be surprised. But you've already predicted that it will happen. So if it happens, you won't be surprised because now you'll be expecting it. You're the other girl, so you should probably go with her. She probably just has to go. What? <laughs> <laughs> you know, girls go into the bathroom together. That's what they do. Why? I don't know. Talk about boys. <laughs> Why? Your ass is grass, Thaco. 
<laughs> I don't know. I'm not a girl. Oh. Okay. I just know that they do it. Everyone knows that they do it. Are you a girl? No. But you're a girl. <laughs> you're unsure about this? Is... Just how feral are you? Is that one a girl? <laughs> who are you looking... Who are you talking to that will now be in this scene? <laughs> I was pointing at the outline of where Mark usually sits. I was making his character. Alright, well, the white sheet behind the counter uh, looks to where you were pointing and looks back. Uh, hi. Are you a girl, ghost? It, like, puts up little, like, sheet-covered hands to its eye holes and covers them and starts to slowly go translucent. Okay, we're leaving the ice cream Oh, I thought that was just a kid. I didn't think it was a real ghost. (laughs) It looks different from the things in the wedding shop. This is just another ghost. Why does this have so many things? I'm going to tap at my headset and it's like, no, I'm not lifting the sheet. No one is lifting the sheet. I'm gonna go lift the sheet. Oh. It's fun, it's fun, it's fun. I'm gonna go lift the sheet now that he said it aloud. Alright, well, the jellyfish like thing, once you grab the hem of its cap, flips over and has a little tendrils and is trying to like right itself. Oh! Oh, I'm so, I thought you were a ghost. It smells like rubbing alcohol. I'll lick it a bit and I'll put it upright. <laughs> so, about those complications you want. You're okay. <laughs> It's not going to be able to feel your tongue for a while. <laughs> you know, it gets up on, like, its tendrils, and, like, it has, like, little, like, carapace pincers, like, little, like, mantis legs that tries to use to write itself and crawl, and just take some of those hand things off its eyes, and it's looking at you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to try, like, pet its head. Like, it's okay. Aww. It's okay. Na, 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 na. Test! 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 Yes. So, I'm going to tell you the difficulty by rolling my two rinky dinky d sixes from the Doom Pool. Five. Can you be five and calm its heart? Its sad little heart, this little empty, this yeah, shy empty. ghost empty. It's empty and heartless. I got a T8. I got a T from my empty stat. I got a D10 from my training stat. I got. Throw a distinction in and knock it down to get a PowerPoint. Mm. None of my distinctions make sense. Feral kid. Feral kid. Yeah, we're raised by wolves. You're not good at being empathetic. That's actually the opposite of what it means. Yeah, she was raised by wolves and said that she was raised by sad punching bag trash puppy monsters and not apex predators. Like wolves should be in quotes. Yeah. <laughs> this means I was like raised by animals, not by people. Um, she was raised by uh, Teddy from Bob's Burgers, like the weakest animal possible. Um, Roll. You only need to be five. But if you had a distinction as a D4, you get a PowerPoint. It's an easy PowerPoint. But I already have two. And I'm going to add another D10. And add another D8 from my distinctions, actually, because all of these make sense for us. I got a one on a D8. Yes. Or on a D10, rather. Yes. And I got six six together. All right. You go and calm the spirit. (laughs) It'll like be calm, and then once you guys are done playing with it, because it's a domesticated animal, that's what domesticated animals do, it'll slowly try to go to the employee area. Like it'll click and like try to move silently, and then, yeah. As the door goes through. 
like uses its pincers to try and move the handle and like open it and then just slide in. It's a doorknob. Just, just so you know, everything's gonna be okay soon. The grown up said they're just weird right now, but they'll be okay soon, normal, like in at most a month. I'm yelling at the door because I assume there's a kid in there. <laughs> Oh, the, the, the spirit didn't look like it was supernatural. It looked like it was just a baseline animal. Oh. Well, either way. Is there a, like, is it pretty easy to tell if a monster is, like, first tier or second tier? Is if it's a monster, it's overtly supernatural and you can tell. Like, you can tell that Scroogle is overtly supernatural and you can tell that your pet Oracle is overtly supernatural. Same with your two. Yeah. You can tell. You, you pick up on it almost immediately. So, yeah, that looks super second tier, which means they're... Oh, that, that thing, like the ghost, the spirit, yeah. it's just an animal. Oh, yeah. It's just an animal. Uh, any of your friends know anything about uh, hipster stuff? Any of your student council people or any of them hipsters? Yes. That is a craft brewery spirit. They're animals that breweries keep around to guard the distillery, and also they can process what they're making through their bodies to make like better, more concentrated stuff. I'm going to relay that to the... Oh, you're getting a little drunk. These are just brother liquids. Uh, I'm like 11, but, you know... Maybe not complication worthy enough yet. <laughs> so. Do you want me to keep looking at it? Oh, sure. Here, have a D10 complication. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, no, uh, I can spend these now. Whatever I want. D10 complication, a little hammered. You need to stop that. <laughs> We're going to get into huge I'm trouble. Like, I'm, like, playing with it, and, like, I was, like, petting it and stuff, and now I'm, like, licking my hands clean. <laughs> so now I'm like, oh. Yeah, the council says you should really not do that. For, yeah. like, another ten years. It's already done. My hands are clean! Yeah, it happened. It's too late. <laughs> On the phone, defeated. Yeah, it's already happened. I do have cheat cards. <laughs> start tearing everything up. Well, maybe we should uh, keep rolling on towards that fuel depot. Yeah. Alright, does anyone here want to find any remaining secrets that are in uh, the ice cream shop? Also, that possum has like its head underneath the faucet and has used his tail to pull it down. It's just filling its mouth with ice cream. The other pets are like licking it and licking the floor and stuff. I mean, I do want to find like a whole bag of candy pecans, so I'm gonna, oh. I'm gonna look around for those. Well, the pecans out here are bulk, so they're not sealed. I mean, you can fish through them and touch what everyone else has touched in the store. You being of a higher caliber of human being, I imagine, would rather get a fresh seal, right? Yeah. So, employee area, where the spirit went. Cool. That's exactly where I'm heading. Perfect. Who wants to go with? I'm gonna head there as well, but like casually, <laughs> like not like I'm following, just like I'm kind of happening to end up in the same area. Hey guys, guys, guys. What's up? It tastes pretty good. I don't know why they say that I shouldn't be allowed to have it, but you might want to try some. It's like elder candy. Cool. What is that complication? Mean? It means Alcohol. it means it's for elders and ancients. Ancients specifically. It's gonna ruin me. Is it gonna make it so that I can't be friends with Scruble anymore? Apparently, it can ruin all your relationships. <laughs> oh no! Like not immediately, but uh, and then she goes yeah. into this top. No, 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 no. First. Yeah, like I'm wearing a mask. You can't tell, but yeah, my character looked real sad <laughs> when he said that. Like, like your student council members playing Cats in the Cradle over YouTube for you. Just like, no, it's like this. You'll become really distant from your dad. All right, write your complications down 
on those. Do we have pens? Yes, I have a pen here. <laughs> I was literally gonna, I was, I was literally gonna take it and like pretend to write my hand. And be like, oh look, I wrote it down. <laughs> Thanks, Devin. Five foot adjustment and as a free action, I was going to get the pen, and he decided before I could even complete my turn to fucking judgy judge judge me. It was an attack of opportunity. Exactly. <laughs> Your feelings. All right, I'm gonna roll some dice to tell you the difficulty of finding out the obvious secret because I have Rinky Dinky two d six. It sucks. Eight. 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 We're gonna eight. find out that eight is great. Who wants to beat eight with their searching around? So this skill is gonna be against. This skill is gonna be rolled against a uh, kid. Like a kid is doing this, not a not an team. Swaying for my drive to boot back up. It uh, it died on me. That might be appreciated, actually. Or this okay. session. I could probably do it right now on the fly. Just I almost want to use World. I don't need your approval because I'm looting an adult store. Yeah. Although you did paper beforehand. I did, actually. <laughs> I was super respectful. Now I'm... now you're looting. But yeah, it was funny. Like, Peter immediately went in and started stealing, and you're just like, oh, I'll pay for it, guys. It's okay. <laughs> Reformed bully coming on in hot here. <laughs> uh, did my learning in detention because now I'm breaking into an adult-only area to uh, steal candy. Okay, let me go grab. You know what? I'm gonna pause for a second. I'll grab a character sheet. Okay, we're back. You beat the check. Working together, you check out this employee area. Yeah, the spirit's over there in a corner. It's um, it's found a bucket in the corner with a mop in it that has water in it. It's kind of just settled in a bit, and it's like focusing and it's going translucent. If it fits, it sits. It might be distilling. Huh. That's cool. Yeah, there's clear signs someone's been in the back here at the dairy... Like, the employer has a dairy cooler, basically. That's the other side of that, where they stock from the back. And it's clear people have taken from the back and been eating from the back. There's, like, a little pile of garbage stacked up next to, like, some milk crates and stuff. <laughs> and the service uh, ladder top side is open and accessible and has been unlocked. And okay. Panopticon, you can tell, like, from infrared and stuff, that someone's been moving through here. Is this building, like, close to any other buildings? Um, yeah, like, it's, it's kind of built alongside a bunch of other little buildings. So you could travel by roof. Yeah. Alright, I'm putting together a picture here. Yeah. I don't know what you want to bet that, uh, kid's been, uh, you know, surviving on the rooftops. Seems logical. You want to find him? Uh, what's your game plan here? Well, they're probably freaked out, or they might know what's going on, and then we can interview him. Okay. Okay. Then he might know that. Also, notice that he said him instead of, instead of her. He probably didn't notice it, but you probably did. <laughs> it's like, oh, he's not looking for a girl, so there's no need to be jealous. <laughs> um, I'm just thinking we were told to kind of do this quickly. And that we shouldn't linger too long. Yeah, but if he has intel about town, he might be a local. And they did tell us they didn't give us permission to uh, ask any local kids. I mean, if you think it's a good idea. All my ideas are good ideas. That's true. The creepiest kind of babysitter. <laughs> <laughs> the enabler, right? Also, those candied almonds, did I find some? Yeah, there's a whole little bag of it. Okay, perfect. Da -da -da. Oh, you like almonds now? I like... I like food. I pull out a little milk 
Likes food. Blue gift cards. I'm gonna also scoop up some ice cream off of Sketty and eat it. Um, off of the possum. Yeah. Well, he's already, she's already poured it everywhere. Okay, now though, you're gonna get really, really smelly, so we gotta go in the toilet room. Come on, everybody, into the toilet room. And by that, I mean, the procession. All my, I mean all, my, all, all my pets. Yeah, a swarm of little uh, garbage monsters. All covered in dairy. Yeah, they're covered in dairy. <laughs> it's going to be gross. So that's why we're going to clean ourselves. Well, they're grooming each other. Oh, I think we're drunkenly slurring out just random things. It's like, yeah, we're going to get all smelly. We've got to wash the filth off. <laughs> we'll never be both. Oh, you got you to gotta trust me, though. Cover, covered in milk is never a good idea. Not with fur... Go through garbages and stuff. <laughs> so what are you doing while the tie is going into the washroom? I'm gonna climb up that ladder. Bert! Pop, pop on the roof. Uh, you are on the roof area. It's, you know, uh, second story, basically. And yeah, someone's camping up here. There's legit, like, a tent and camping equipment, and it's, like, all kept kind of low to the ground, and there's, like, sheets covering parts of the roof, like, uh, like tarps that have been, like, knocked into place. Uh, yeah, someone's living up here. Are they around? Oh yeah, there's someone who's basically on the roof with like binoculars staring um, at one of the giants, which is like at chest level to the building in an angle you didn't see when you were coming in or it's moved since you guys were moving around in here. And they're just kind of looking at it and like sketching in a sketchbook. Uh, hey there. What, what? She, the girl, kind of looks up, looks around, takes out her, her like headphones basically. Oh, whoa, kids. Oh, oh, kids. Hey. Uh, hey! Hey. You wanna fill us in on what's going on here? We hear a kind of cooing, cooing bird sound and rustling from like the opposite end of this little camp. And like there is a man-shaped bird with gold and, uh, what was it? Gold and white feathers with like purple accents that looks vaguely Egyptian-y uh, with a bag of chips in its clawed hand, putting chips in its beak. It's just, it kind of just puffs up in shock a bit without seeing you. And like gets a little lower to the ground. <laughs> what, was, what was the last thing you asked? I uh, asked what was going on. Oh, um, I'm doing sketch work. What are uh, where are you all from? You're not locals. No, we're on a train that's passing through. We came in to get some supplies. Train? She takes out a little notebook. Oh, oh, it's like a state plan. You're uh, you're from. Did we lose something? We did a little. Yeah, my pause. And all the cue cards are ruined. Okay, where were we? We had a minor spin. Now, listeners, I'm not drunk, but I'm just a method actor, so you know you can't blame me. Yeah, <laughs> uh, she was about to explain what's going on. Um, sure. That's how you interpreted that. <laughs> Spill the beans. Oh yeah, she went through a. She's a planner, like a date planner, and she's like, "You're from the eight track, right?" Yeah. Yeah, I heard about you. You're, you're you're coming all the way back from Old Trana. That's right. Wow. Yeah, I haven't been there since I was a kid. Um, you're 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 westward, right? You're you're going to that city, the um, the alien city. You know a lot about us. You're the eight track. You're you're doing a cross country run. It's you're like minor celebrities. You know that, right? Yeah, but I mean, I was kind of under the impression that this whole area was sort of shut down. Oh no, no, the trainer has been in the plan for months. The, the, the Vila put out a call for it like six months ago and they were waiting for a molt season. 
And how long has this been going on? Oh, this is where I think too. It's been... I want to say it's been grim, but not really. It's been pretty quiet around town. I don't think any of the kids noticed. They're on summer break, so I think they're still out in the lake. Huh. Their parents just never called them to come home for the day. <laughs> on what? <laughs> right? Yeah, no, the kids have like an underwater fort base that they play underwater lockdown catastrophe game every summer. And uh, I don't think they've even noticed. So like the Balsa Galactica Lark, which would be in a submarine. <laughs> yeah, like a little bit like that. It's kind of like those old games about uh, the, 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 the war or whatever. You know, where like a war happened and then you're in the ruins of it and stuff. Are you here? Yeah, we're all here on the roof. Well, not me. Not me specifically. All right, sure, sure. sure. I thought, I thought he was still inside the building. No, it's just the local kids do. You know, I come by every summer and I always usually just miss it. I've kind of aged out of it. She is clearly 18. Um, but you can tell. Yeah. But like... Uh, but you better her, not. Her hand gems are glowing. <laughs> yeah, her hand gems lit up. Her face is like a goddamn stained glass window of wrinkles. <laughs> 18, exactly. Christ. Her best years are behind her. Yeah. Yeah, she's already become Meryl Streep. She's being played by Meryl Streep. She's not good enough for that. Christ. So, you know, it hasn't been that bad. Some of the locals don't play, and I think they're a little on edge. So this, um... And it's making that moaning sound. Constantly. Low drone. So this power line network, is this still active? The, The rail system? Yeah, um, I've seen stuff go on at the last uh, couple of days. I think I saw a kid riding one of them, so it's still operating, I think. That's good to know. Yeah, all the stores here, uh, every once in a while, a shipment will come on in, but for the most part, they all seem to be in dormancy. So you see something like this happen before, or is this... Uh... Oh, no, it's why I was so happy when I got here this time. It happened when I came on in for summer break. I usually come uh, on de- on up from the Rockies, so, you know, when summer rolls around, I'll just come in back, restock, see what's going on, that sort of thing. I graduated, uh, like, you know, last year or so. I've just been doing this for the last little while. You know, I'll go to the Rockies, I'll live in there for a while, I'll, you know, she, she has a sketchbook, I'll sketch all the different animals and places, I make maps, and then, you know, around summer vacation, I'll come back to town and hang out. All right. Have you seen these things before? I heard about them. It happens to towns every once in a while. They'll get, they'll get hit by them. They'll show up. And they're what causes all the adults to get all... I don't know. No one's ever talked about the giants before. Hmm. Like, I've seen footage of a town hit by it, but it's usually just the green cloud throwing a tantrum for a few months and all the adults are weird. But none of the videos actually show the giants. Have you run into any of the adults? And, like, what are they like? Uh, have you seen those black shadows? Yeah. As far as I can tell, that's the town. Huh. You should check your footage. Oh, yeah. Can I just play back footage and see if... Uh, it's oh, yeah. It's heavily there. artifacted, but you have a magic animal. You, know, you have a monster. So it's just, you know, it's doing its best to put it back together from what it's seen. So it's technically a deep fake. Like, it is clearly faking the footage to reconstruct it to be what's being seen there. It's not actually a representation, but... That's all cameras are in the first place, so... Like, you gotta kind of shrug where real and authenticity start and end when you have a pet that can do what it can do with tech. 
So it does show the monster. But, the but only because it's a magic animal that's like okay. doing it, not because it has tech that can do it. Any of your phones or devices that are trying to do it don't work. Huh. Yeah, I basically am just going to set up shop right out the storm. If you don't bother the giants, they don't bother you, and the townsfolk don't come up here. Okay. Well, it sounds like maybe we should gather the others and get going. Yeah, probably. Yeah, just, you know, give everything a bit of a wide berth, and, and don't let the townsfolk corner you. I'm guessing we should just kind of avoid places where people would normally walk or whatever. They're it's just doing do. what they would do. That's what I've been trying to do. Yeah. I've just been, yeah, I've kind of set up camp here and I've just been trying not to disturb the anything. So maybe we should stick to, like, kid, like, mostly kid places. Like, uh... Oh, yeah, all right. Um, wait, why are you here? Like, the town isn't working. We can't do anything. We need to pick up some supplies. Like, you're still doing the supply run? Yes. Yeah, we still need it. Well, the, the community garden is, like, the middle of town. There's, like, parks there. There's, like, amusement attractions. There's a petting zoo. There's the farmer's market. Like, it's the middle of town. He can handle it. Yeah. All right, well, what else do you need? Fuel? Yeah, fuel depot. And ponies. Uh... You know the fuel depot has someone living there or around the area. She's like starting to go through the notes to check. Um, yeah, the fuel depot is where that gamer lives. <coughs> you gotta you gotta watch out for them. They're they're trying to go on the tournament scene, so they've been using this to try and like get into fights with any of the animals in town without being bothered by the adults. Ooh, sounds great. Yeah. Yeah, they kind of hold up the fuel depot because people don't go through there a lot, so they can kind of just make it a little base. Um, and you should be fine once you get to the um, the maker. People usually congregate around the uh, the do-it-yourself stations. All right, that makes it easier then. <coughs> hmm. She goes into her pocket and takes out a little like leather satchel and just tosses it to you because you're clearly the leader. <laughs> Everyone's been deferring to you. Okay. So she's gonna pick up on that because you have someone who's constantly deferring to you as the leader, and he can handle it. Oh, right. <laughs> That's fair. So here, um, there's there's a kid in town. He's younger. He's got two colored eyes. You can use those, and he can help you out. Just gonna kind of open the satchel to see what she's referring giant to. like anaconda fangs, like just like fifty of them in a bag. It's his money. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, use those sooner than later. Don't try to collect them; they rot. It's his money. Okay. Yeah. He, he has a whole thing, but um, you might find him near the maker or near the uh, the garden. He might be able to help. He he lives here full time. I just come on in every uh, season change. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, I kind of worry when we're not all together, and Thacko is drunk. Who whispers it? We were so, five. We are not. We have not gotten our first crate, and already a toddler has been drinking. <laughs> so all right, maybe, yeah, we should. We uh, should just go round her up. Yeah, we got to get our friend up. Thanks, though. <laughs> sure, in time. Uh, 
Yeah, I'll uh, see you all around. I travel a lot through the lines and stuff, and I've been hearing that UFO town's pretty cool, so I might be dropping by there eventually. Yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah, if you need, like, a lift out of this town, because it's, like... I gotta wait for summer end. I gotta say goodbye to my mom and pa. You know how it is. Fair. All right. So I'll, just, I'll just weather this all out. See ya. See ya. Bye! <laughs> the bird, like, waves at you eating chips. Do we name drop her on the recording or not? Oh, yeah. You, you can exchange contact info with her, like, instantly. Her name is Critter, and her uh, her monster is called Athoth. He does light bending. Yeah. So, you can make things invisible. Oh, wait, you got, like, a website? My friends want to credit you for uh, your art. Yeah, absolutely. She'll give you your info. Alright, that's going to scroll across the recording at the bottom. <laughs> I'm going to go down and look for Thacko. You too. Thank you. So what did Taco find in the meantime? Um, I don't think you're being attacked at all. I think you're just you're just trying to wash yourself out in a to- in a in a milkshake shack toilet. She's fighting for inner demons. Right? <laughs> you're, just, you're just filling up buckets and pouring them on yourselves, trying to scrub the milk and ice cream off. <laughs> Basically, I would have grabbed uh, the mop bucket if I could. Yeah. And filled it with the tap and used it to wash everybody. Let's grab a hose. And me. <laughs> I'm trying not to make a mess, but, you know. But then the bubbles start happening and everyone starts chasing them. And <laughs> right. Like, they don't like soap. <laughs> we don't need soap. They just need to be water, like, rinse off. There it is. There's the mentality. It doesn't need soap. <laughs> Water's nature's soap. Yeah. Saliva. <laughs> so, yeah, I washed them and I washed me because I probably got very sticky as well trying to wash them. Alright. So, yeah, there's Critter doing that. Or Thaco doing that. <laughs> it's okay, Pascetti. It's okay, Scruble. The grown-up drinks will make me stop loving you. They won't do it, okay? So you gotta love me, too. So, uh, we need, like, an alibi if Goat asks <laughs> about this, because, uh, I don't want to get in trouble. I mean, I licked a mutual, I licked a monster <laughs> she didn't know sounds appropriate. I mean, you won't get in trouble. You're the one responsible. <laughs> no, we established who's responsible. Exactly. Yeah. Not who's the responsible kid, but also who will be responsible for this. <laughs> when someone asks who's to blame. You did say not it, so you're off the hook. Relationship with alcohol. <laughs> what? What are you possibly going to I want to go around forever. <laughs> oh I never want to stop feeling like this. Oh my god! But no, you uh, you scared her sufficiently. <laughs> all right. Apparently, you can ruin all your relationships. <laughs> what? Again, it cuts to Teddy. <laughs> Let's go. Let's get the fuel. Yeah. All right. You continue on to the fuel depot. Uh, yeah. Most buildings in here aren't more than like you know, two or three stories tall, but they're kind of densely packed together. There are a few like um, sort of civic kind of living quarters buildings where people want to be closer. So they're classic kind of condos. They go up maybe ten stories here. And there. Um, as you circumnavigate town, you are going to have to avoid a pack of those ghosts, like the ghost townsfolk. 
So I will set the difficulty with my 2d6. Five. Ooh, let's navigate this. Yes. Who well, we would like to challenge this difficulty? Well, if nobody's doing it, I guess I can do that. You can do it. With portals! Yeah. So that's adults, monsters? This will be monsters. monsters. Absolutely. The world of monsters. Okay. I'm going to use my portal powers, because that's how I'm going to navigate, navigate around them. That's how I'm going to navigate everything. I mean, why wouldn't right? you? If you had portals, right? why would you avoid this? Oh. I got a 1 on d10. Yes! And then I got a 15 with d12. You did it. You beat it. You guys are easily able to circumnavigate the constant stress of ghosts looking after you. The ghosts notice like, when you move by them. Like in packs, they seem like a big amorphous blob of like shadowy outlines. But like individual shapes will like snap to where you are, and then the pack will slowly start to like move over near you. I don't like that. So, yeah, portal, portal. Yeah, they'll, they'll go to where you were and see if you can confuse that you're not there, and then like the grouping will either disperse down like back roads and streets or main alleys, or like stay a group and they'll like just keep going to like the center of the road. Eventually, you you skip by basically every major city part of the city where people would congregate and make your way to the fuel depot. The fuel depot is a large industrial-looking building with more advanced technology built into it. It looks like it processes, fabricates, and stores safely kind of waste and fuel to power the town's grid and power the, the makers. Like, whatever uh, supplies they get from the surrounding area, from, like, mining or whatever, they'll feed into here. It'll get processed into stock, and the stock goes into the <coughs> self-stations around uh, the city. So this looks like the processing plant. Big building in front of you. And this was where there was the Nerd. monster trainer who's looking to go turn it. Yeah, the gamer. That's uh, what uh, Critter called her. It's a she now. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. <clears throat> well, let's start looking for that uh, crate of fuel. Yep. This is the red one, right? Yep. Yeah, red crate. Right. The right. most difficult one because it's unstable. If you guys damage the, the storage crate that it's in, or if the storage crate goes through too much turbulence, it'll activate safety features inside of it that will neutralize the fuel completely. And then we'll be stuck here. <laughs> Maybe we want to figure out a way to get onto the rail first before we uh, start moving it around. We gotta get to the crate and find it first. Yeah. yeah. Find one of those and then we can navigate. Alright, the building lies in front of you. You have no idea where anything is or how to get to anything or even how to run the rail system. It is a blank slate of information for you all. Well, we know it's without spying. We're gonna put up the gun. Yeah. This is a sweep. Yeah, sweep of the area. You're gonna get a lot of pictures and videos and footage of like this <coughs> building. What are you looking for specifically? Their computer systems are flaky right now. So, but they have a lot of like manually written down information. There's like post-it boards everywhere. There's there's maps. There's blueprints. Maps. Exactly. Like, there, there's stuff to show you where stuff goes, and they have a paper trail. It's not all digital in this building. Yeah. Also, like the floors have like markings of like where things go. Exactly. They have those lines that you have in like military bases and stuff that like you know warehouses shows you where you should be going. Yeah. <coughs> Given how just you know, straightforward nines is, he's probably looking for the red crate and then just is kind of bouncing from security camera to security camera to try and like 
draw back to where we are. Okay. Uh, let's see a test from one of y'all. Uh, this is the world of adults you have to kind of figure out. Figure out how they organize this factory and where they would be storing your fuel. I think that's probably yeah, why don't I do it and you can help me? Yeah. Okay. So... I'll set, um, the, I'll set the difficulty. <laughs> I have a D10 now. I'll throw that in. You're welcome. I know, right? 16. Uh -huh. Oh, hey, I got two hitches. Ooh. Opportunity. So if someone's will spend so a PowerPoint to get rid of... Well, you spend a PowerPoint to downgrade your complication by as many steps as the hitches. So you can spend a PowerPoint to lower it by two. Yeah, so a PowerPoint for two. It's already a D10, so it'll be a D6. Exactly, so boop, boop, boop. I would do so. You're starting to bleed it off. So the difficulty is four. <coughs> That's what I got. Okay. I am going to use the world of adults to try and navigate this uh, facility. And I'm going to use survival because we are tracking and hunting for something. And I'm going to use my relationship with Nines because he's using his spy bird to search around. Absolutely. Oh. I got a one on a T10. Yes. I'm just uh, cranking those out today. Yeah. I'll bring the D10 to a D12 because you got the same. Uh, I could. I'm going to keep the D10 though. And then I got an eight with a D10. Eight with a D10. Well, you absolutely beat it. Well, you got an eight and a two, so you got a ten. Right, but can I just use this on its own and use this as my, um... Yeah, you don't have to choose die if you want to choose the lower ones. It doesn't matter. Effect I don't uh, really apply in tests. Okay. They're not that super important. Unless you're making... Oh, by the way, you got to remember, if you guys are building assets to the scene, you're capped by how many dice are in my... how big the dice are in my pool. So right now, you could theoretically build D10 assets for yourself for the session. Neat. Remember that. Uh, so I start scanning through the paperwork, um, and yeah, it all kind of makes <laughs> sense to me. Yeah, uh, you are easily able to see in the storage area, like they have like a, like a storage station area where they actually load stuff up and seal it up and put it through decontamination. There is a clearly marked big neon vibrant red Clifford the Big Red Dog Red crate that has eight track on the side uh, next to its barcode label. Well, I know you can't read, and you don't read. But I think this is what we're looking for. So many of the trainers I've written I can't read. Ah, it's a power. Illiteracy. <sighs> so now we just gotta figure out how to get this onto the rail system. Yeah, there is a rail system depot in a different part of the factory that you will need to transport it to. Okay, well, I guess we're gonna look around where there's some stuff we can operate and hand jacks. Alright, so, are you guys um, just standing around looking at this stuff, or are you now, like, going to the crate? We're going to the crate. Yeah. Alright. Uh, in that case, as you go down <coughs> the crate, you start hearing noises in the factory. What kind of noises? Animal sounds. What kind of animals? Uh, it sounds like barking mixed with, like, um, hissing. Ooh, okay. If this uh, gamer person shows up, yeah. maybe you should let me handle it. I've got a knack for dealing with this kind of people. 
I mean, if they're looking for the join the league, I have a league ranking, so that might be helpful. Mm. They'll probably want to challenge me. They probably want to challenge you, which is why we shouldn't let them. We don't want to give them what they want. Why not? <laughs> we have no beef with them, do we? <sighs> kind of put my hand on your shoulder. So young, so impressionable. We must. I'm older than you. We must crush your spirits by cheating. <laughs> All right. What's the plan? I have given you a danger. You are heading to the red crate. I'm going to throw it a difficulty. Are you guys trying to avoid the snip, the noise? I'm not. I think we're just kind of ignoring it. Wow, animals! Hooray! Okay, we're uh, <laughs> we're ignoring it. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Then instead of rolling, I'm going to directly tell you what happens. Uh, you go down a corridor and run face to face with a pack of velociraptors. <laughs> okay, they are uh, kind of sand colored, like they're from like a desert or dune-y area. Like they have that kind of camp <coughs> patterning. It is in stark contrast to the surrounding environment. There are six of them. There's they are Utah raptor sized, so big dog slash small horse. And yeah, there are six of them, and they round the corner when you guys are there, and they make that kind of barking, hissing sound. That whoa! And they're all like, they're all clicking their toes, excited, and like they their heads perk up because they see people. You're gonna try and make friends with them immediately. Yeah, I'm gonna try to calm them down and make it so they don't all run at us. Okay, because they definitely do. This will be the world of empties. So that'll be a D eight. A D10 for training. Difficulty 9. Uh, I'm going to take... Do you want to use her thing in your roll? Oh yeah, I'm going to use your thing in my roll. Your complication. It's a D6. I got a 1 on it. Ah, hitch. So, hitch, hitch. Opportunity. As Thacko steps forward to like calm and tame and soothe these people, I'm going to turn Cuddlefoot so that his head is facing into my chest and he can't see anything. Oh, uh, I hope I get torn apart by raptors! Again! It's the second character I would have had that specifically died by raptors. No one is going to kill you in... No one is going to kill you in this game. I know. I'm going to slowly pull out my baseball bat and I'm going to turn to Nines and just kind of nod. Nines pulls out his fist and nods kill, back. Kill the little one and sacrifice the raptors. Make friends with the raptors. Live with them. Become their king. I mean, nobody's going to kill in the game except for all their players. <laughs> I'm also using my relationship with Squirtle. Squirtle. I got a 1 on a 12. Yes. We are just feeding. Yes. yes. That's the point. But I did get a 15... With a oh wait, what was the difficulty? Nine. I rolled poorly. Okay, in which case I got a twelve with a D ten as an effect die. Absolutely. All right. Yeah, you're able to calm them down. Like the the lead kind of looks at you, and he has a bunch of like scar markings on his snout. Some kid probably calls him Scar, but uh, you're like, whoa, whoa, we're friends, and they'll sort of calm down. They'll they'll get out of their aggressive chase you down stance. And they'll just start approaching you and start, like, bapping into you with their snouts and their tails and, like, pushing you. Because they're that kind of animal. They're a little, like, bully Not in a mean way, but in a like, push. I'll probably fall over. Yeah. Considering I'm drunk. But uh, I'll pet them and stuff. <coughs> yeah, they're going to try and nose their way to whatever food you have on your clothes. 
My slushy, no! I it's all spilled on them. I mean, I took a bath, so I don't have any food on my clothes. <laughs> yeah. But if you have like a bag of something, they're going to be trying to get to it. They're going to try to steal you. They're, these are basically steely crow slash octopuses and dinosaur form. That's what velociraptors were. <laughs> they were smart and steely. They could open doors. <laughs> okay. Everything's okay. You just gotta make friends. Yeah, we don't have to raise the rating of this video. We're fine. Ready to stop my spot was back away. What if we stop the fuel tank onto them and make them your holes? Okay. Yeah. Heard of pack animals? I mean, they're like Thaco. I don't know about us. I don't think they would listen. Plus, we have all our guys. We could let the toddler drive. <laughs> we have like, like, I'm gonna like point to all my or to my monsters, monsters, and be like, uh, so many. Like I was like pointing like, more than two, counting, and I just say like, so many. You also don't know your numbers. So, so you think these belong to that gamer chick? Maybe. They look like just animals. They're not. I mean, if they belonged to her, they probably would have been trained to attack. Or, you know, maybe be a tier two at least, because eh, I guess it's good goals go for the baby leagues, but. Hmm. Alright. They're following you as you go to the fuel crate. The fuel crate's right there in the uh, like decontamination depot. It's like it's on a <coughs> conveyor belt that has like itself locked onto the conveyor belt with like clamps built into the crate. You know, it clearly has like a barcode scanner nearby for like scanning and loading. You're gonna have to get it off this belt onto a pallet or something on the ground. You're gonna have to pull it over to the rail system and make sure you get it up onto the rail and send it over. Hmm, any equipment around here? Uh, yeah, there's gear around here that you can get. Like there's there's pallet jack equipment. So you'll have to start basically. Who'd like to create an asset out of this? Who has their over. certification? Not it. <laughs> How do you create a thing? It's it's a test. You make a test versus my gene pool, and if you beat me, you get an asset out of it. Or you could just spend a PowerPoint to, like, I think, just make a D6 one. But you can you can create them ex nihilo. It's on your uh, yeah. We can do a PowerPoint sheet by hand. Let me pause while you guys are making deciders. Okay, we're back. Yeah, Nicole will come back. It's fine. Um, so you want to try and create a test created asset. So. Mm -hmm. I will roll from the gene pool. Set the difficulty. My god, there it is. Uh, okay, we're gonna do a 12. Oh. Shit. Uh, cuss. Cuss. Can you beat 12? Theoretically, I could... Spend your assets? <laughs> I can give you a resource, right? Yeah. All right, I'm going to use Council's Intel, so I'm going to have them relaying information about sure. stuff. Probably just looking up information about how a fuel a fuel crate works. Well, what's uh, what, what's the size of the die? D6. Does doesn't, it help? It doesn't help. No, no but it would resources be... are straight additive. It'll be a third. oh straight yeah. additive. Then yes, that will help. How to recap for the listeners? How a resource works is. You have a pool of them, they are rolled separately, and you don't use all of them. You just use the highest one to add directly to the total of your roll. Enjoy that plus one to your roll. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, it might make all the difference. 
Um, I think that adults and school make sense for this. Yeah, because this is, this is the world of adults, and yeah. this is hard training, so that's a D8 and a D6. Um, and then I am going to use Cuddlefoot's Lucky Power uh, to help me just kind of match into this. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's all I got. All right. Ho! Wow. Is that a good ho? Or no, no, that's... That oh is, my gosh. That is a one on my D8, a one on my D6, and a one on my other D6. Yes! Unlimited <laughs> power! So what happens when we fail? Well, you didn't create the asset, which means it probably can't be created. Okay. Uh, and what happened was I just got three dice to my Doom Pool. That's what happens when you <laughs> fail. Oh, no. That is why you fail, Pieta. It's an extra oh. Doom session. Right? It's escalating. So okay. I go and I find the forklift. Um, and I jump into it, and I kick it into gear without realizing that it is in reverse, and I just back it straight up into the wall. Yeah. And wreck the forklift. Uh, yeah, the forklift is wrecked, and you totally missed the console on it, uh, the, on its like power loader. That would enable like the shock absorber field that it has to keep the crate stable. Yeah, show the man. I just toss over a trash bin. <laughs> <laughs> Throw a trash bin through a window. <laughs> yeah, the power loader's making a Wii U noise. <laughs> I have been damaged. Help. Help. I have been damaged. It's not safe to be around me. Evacuate. And Help. turn off. Help. I just put my hand on it. Mood. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he got three ones on his roll. Oh and now I have three more dice. Wait, Oracle. Oracle, shut it up. Shut it up. I don't know if these ghosts can hear. Yeah, Oracle's able to just be like, no. Like, it gets in through the Wi-Fi port and just... This isn't like a John Deere tractor where you need proprietary software to use it. It's, it's built by the community. So, uh, I didn't realize it was a manual. I've only been trained on automatic. <laughs> no, that was cool. That was really cool. The dragon, snickering at this, taps you on your shoulder. Yeah. He points to, like, a, like there's, like, a little jack over there in the corner. <sighs> well, I guess we have to use that. <laughs> Not it. <laughs> What? It's holding its little, its little mouth, stroking its little tiny Chinese dragon whiskers, and laughing directly at you. Pull up my notepad. <laughs> Enemies <Dragon>. list. <laughs> Enemies list. The name Richard Nixon apostrophe S has been crossed out and just placed with Lumberjanes Enemies list. <laughs> okay. Okay. I hate, I hate that dragon and the news media. <laughs> so we need to lift it up. And Lumberjean made this one broken? Don't look at me. I'm not. It broke itself. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I was entirely at fault. I feel like it was defective. Okay. I was, I'm on a level with you guys. I was sleeping. <laughs> a shovel nap. So. You're getting so old. You're in the middle of the day. We need that one to work, right? Yeah. Okay. okay. I'm going to give it a shot. I'm gonna walk over confidently, swaying a bit. To the to the to the jack. Yeah. All right. You're able to see that there's a foot pedal. And you kick it. And it easily comes away as you pull at it. Just tap it the headset again. Yeah, yeah. I'm filming. I'm filming it. <laughs> Drunken toddler. <laughs> a million views. Okay. So did they say that it's gonna explode if I do it wrong? I mean, there's a non-zero chance for that. They are literally built specifically to prevent that. It's the main problem of this encounter. They We'd have to mess up yeah, really it will turn, hard it will turn for it to explode. Yeah. 
It was turned into a nerd. Yeah, I don't know if the I don't know if the uh, microphone picked that up. But yeah, my character after after Lumber Jane said it'll turn it in inert. My character's like it'll turn it into a nerd. Like I, I don't. Light a candy. I don't get Break it. it. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna lift up the thing with this machine that makes me really strong. Put it under. Oh yeah, you guys are gonna have to help her to unlock it from the belt it's on and push it to like the the, the, the there's a part of the belt that actually goes down into the floor <coughs> on the pneumatic tube. You gotta. Like, so after yeah. five minutes of watching her try to do this, I'm like, like I'm like reaching <laughs> up for the handle and stuff. Like, it isn't complicated either. Like every part of this big red crate has a number on it and like a little like IKEA direction on it and like a little pictogram. So it's like step one twist this handle and like it unlocks and it can go down the rail step two retwist it all right it's locked and then like there's clearly a foot pedal to bring pneumatic tube down and then it rotates so you can put the <coughs> jack tongs under it exactly it's super simple that's why i'm filming it for five minutes when we're helping right like there's <laughs> a funny. little step-by-step -step process until you unlock it pull it up on the jack relock it onto the jack's leg so it won't slide off and then raise the bit so you can just pull it along and this isn't like a like a manual like like dumb jack either. This one has a little tiny motor in it and everything. All right, uh, as you all are doing that, making just so much noise, <laughs> so much, you hear uh, whistling and walking. That's probably the gamer. Yep. Uh, yeah, a kid walks on in to plain view of the area. Uh, they look to be about fourteen. Um, they're another girl, they're wearing jeans, a jean jacket, and face and skin paint that's like all like fractal and like grid looking, and if you try to put your camera to it, it, it just can't, it can't do it. The facial recognition fails. Your pet can, because your pet's magic. Your pet can screw this, this trainer's mask up. I'm gonna put a sensor blur over our face just to be nice, because... Yeah. <coughs> uh, I get what a mask is and why kids wear them, so... So she walks out of the, the kind of red light lit corridor of this factory area that's kind of on lockdown because the town hasn't been... The factory needs stuff to be done to it every day to make sure that it's safe, and the town hasn't been doing it, so the factory automatically went into, like, a safe mode. So red lights, uh, they walk out, and behind them, without walking because it's floating, is a tiny little girl-looking thing in a dress with cat ears and big, reflective red-orange eyes. Floating on in beside her. Genetically engineered cat girls. <laughs> hey! <laughs> hey! It's so cute! Can we help you? Yes. Us and all of our, I'm gonna say at least a hundred monsters? She, uh, she makes a whistling sound, and the Velociraptors look up at her, and then just scatter, like they run. <laughs> well, there's still at least... 50. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which one of you is the good one? Um, none of us are very bad. What's right? your ELO rating? I, uh... I'm in the top three in this town. Oh. Well, we met two, so... Yeah, and there's not been a lot of chance for me to kind of hit out of towners ever since the town shut down, so I've just been, uh, you know, doing what I can, seeing if I can't find anything out in the woods or underground, or I can't go to the lake. I don't know. I don't know anymore. What did you do? 
They say I can get a little too competitive. Sounds awesome. I was just making the underwater, you know, post-apoc game more accurate, you know. You need, like, a villain who believes in money and, like, making people, you know, work forever. People like villains. Yeah, you need a good heal. <laughs> anyway, uh, you all pointed to him as the, the, the fighter among you. You're all, you know, fammies. Hey, I didn't point at anybody. Yeah, he's our champ. Okay, perfect. Uh, yeah, you have the drunk toddler move the fuel crate. Or, no, keep it there, it's the prize. Call off your drunk toddler. <laughs> I kind of rattle the bag of candy pecans. It's like, yeah. I'm going to start walking towards the trainer. Okay. Hi. Hello. What's your name? I'm Quarter Circle. That's a cool name. I know. What's her name? This is Vexer. Vexer. I could tell that one was a girl. I turn back and look at one Vexer of does have a pink bow <laughs> on one of her ears. That would do it. She has the signifiers. Yeah. Secondary sex characteristics. <laughs> a pink bow, like Miss Pac-Man. Can I... goes into her bag, like, like into like her jean jacket, and takes like, <coughs> a can of spray, just kind of puts a spray in her direction. Yes. There we go. Alright, you can try now. She's not a big fan of spoiled milk and homelessness? <laughs> oh, well, she's attracting attention. Oh, so you're a family. Okay, I get it. And I'm gonna hug Vexer. <laughs> Vexer, the toddler's, the drunk toddler's trash-talking you. No, you said that you don't like this, the homelessness. That means you live at home. That means you're a tourist. You are being picked up off the ground telepathically, oh. and you feel a squeezing on you. Not an aggressive squeezing, but like a squeeze. Oh! It's hugging Hey, everybody! You. She's hugging me back! Now, what you all see, because you're not quite so drunk, is behind Vexer, there's a large, shadowy Baylor that, with vaguely feminine features, uh, like a stand, standing behind Vexer, picking up the child and giving it a soft hug with its hand, staring at it with a face that has no features and is smooth, but with curling horns coming out of the side. Yeah, Nines is like almost like okay. I need to make sure this is a this is a cuss and hug and not uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna pat aggressions. The invisible force that's hugging me and be like, there we go. Mm-hmm. I'll ruffle Vexer's hair. Yeah, gently you are put down and just like the slightest hand is kind of shoving you. My character just way like, yeah. not moving but like just moving across. Sliding the on your heels. All right, we're we're good with that. So what did you want to do, Lumberjane? I'm just kind of fading into the background and uh, just circling around. <laughs> Which <laughs> next? <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm gonna start counting down. Ten, nine. Vexer starts immediately looking around and being active. Like her hair starts standing up on like the back of her neck, and that shadow starts getting like juiced. You can feel a charge in the air. Yeah. Look, the council really wants a cool monster bat- battle, so. Uh... Okay. Should, uh, yeah, should, yeah. Make it flash. All right. Let me pause while I put on the fight music. We're back. So, Peter, you get the first action, and you get to set the first difficulty in this fight. Okay then. Then I'll. Quarter circle is gonna let you come to her. Okay. So my kids is a D6. My train is D12. My Teddy is D12. 
My rank league fighters at the teleportation. Oh yeah, here we go. <laughs> Synchronize a D8 and the D12 for portals. So let's see how this goes. No one. So no ones. Nope. So I got a twenty with a D12 effect. Twenty with a D12 effect. Okay, <laughs> that's where that's how we're starting this fight. Coming out strong. <laughs> Alright, here's their counter, and then after that I can spend my dice to start winning games. Do it. Oh wait, I can do that right now. A little loud? Yeah. yeah no problem. I, it takes a while for me to get used to it. Uh, I'm going to create a D10 asset in the location for Vexor and Quarter Circle. That gets now got yep. cool for this whole scene, which is um, what Quarter Circle has done is, wait, are we recording this live? Oh, please tell me it's live. Thank Christ. So, what Quarter Circle has done is they've been living in this factory for like a week, and they've taken a bunch of the auxiliary weird batteries that the adults use for some of their more exotic and newer tech, and they've actually plugged it into the grounding all around <coughs> this room to like give the area a psychic, a psychic charge to boost up uh, Vexor's fighting style. Neat. So I will spend a D10 out, and if I an asset, they always have access to here we go. Alright, and then I will spend permanently a D10. What am I doing here? <laughs> Wait, before I decide to do that, I should count on this. I got excited. Uh, okay, 10, 19, D12 effect die. I will spend a D6 out of my pool permanently. That 5. You gotta beat 24 and a D12 effect die now. So, describe what. Oh, now we didn't describe what you're doing. What are you doing coming on in Hall? Okay, as she's preparing to get fighting get at me, I just, you know, start flexing, getting my battle pose, and I open up, because obviously she's preparing for the first attack, so I open up portal, you know, in front of me. I face through it, be, appear behind her, and the same portal pushing her through it to the other side, but she'd be like, thrown for a loop. Sure, that exactly <laughs> happens. You do. You, you fake them out fighting game style and readjust them on the battlefield, and Vexer is... Vexer looks... Emotionless, like the girl looks like a nice, pleasant little girl cat monster, right? Yep. But the <coughs> shadow, her stand, which is what the original character actually had, it was a stand, mm -hmm. uh, is this big shadowy veil or anything. And it, you can tell it's irritated and confused what's going on. It immediately turns around and Vexer pivots on her floating telepathy powers to face you as it turns around, grabs a girder out of the air, and hucks it at your uh, pet like a spear. As it's in uh, mid-flight, uh, you can see the other hand uh, close into a fist for the stand, and the tip of it uh, twists into, like, a point. Oh, no. Just to be clear, when you said you went through the portal and were flexing and stuff, do you mean you, or do you mean your pet? I mean both of us. All right, so you got involved, but yeah. whatever. Trainers, kids fighting, you know. Yep. Okay. They're not aiming the spike pillar at you. <laughs> there's separation from you and your pet. Yeah, yeah. That'd be suicidally awful. <laughs> okay, so twenty-four D twelve. Can you beat it? Uh, I guess I can spend a PowerPoint to add one of the dice I have. Add. Yeah. So you you get a new roll. Okay. Like like basically every roll is a new fresh roll. So you can choose right now to give up for a PowerPoint and describe to us how you lose, or you can try to beat us, lose, and I describe how you. Or you win, and then I have to beat your new goal. Okay. So you set the first difficulty at 20 of the D12, and I had to beat that. Now that I have, <laughs> my difficulty is the new challenge. 
Okay. So it's like an up push. Okay, I can try rolling better. <laughs> <laughs> See how this goes. Right? Yeah. Okay, one on D10. Oh, jeez. And I rolled really badly. Yes. I've got a 12 and a D12. So, fail. Oh, yeah, you didn't do it. So uh, this is the point where yeah. you can now spend power points to add more dice. My dice are like 2s and 3s this time. So, nothing will help. Yeah, it's really rough. <laughs> yeah, this is a rough fight. Like, it's okay. just a rough fight. I had a lot of my doom pool I was able to... No, I just mean his rolls are really yeah. rough. <laughs> you probably weren't expecting okay, so get lanced. <laughs> at this you stage, assumed it would be a psychic attack. <laughs> it was. <laughs> so at this stage in the combat, other people can attempt to overcome that difficulty. <laughs> Hmm, yeah, now, I was just reading interfere in a contest. Well, it's not even like an interference. You could just be like, I will now try to get that total. And if you want to do that, you could basically just narrate in the metafiction how you're helping him win. Like, you don't have to just jump immediately to fight, like, you are now fighting me. It is a five versus one. And you're just like, oh, while this might happen, I did this, I beat their total, and this screwed up the attack. Okay. Do you have one of these? Nope. Okay, there's a million... Hiding behind oh yeah, marks should be around here. I can take marks. Marks. Thanks a lot. So I don't have to spend a PowerPoint to interfere in a contest? Mm, no, not right now. Uh, if you want to interfere in a contest, sorry, wait, you just have to join in. If the other person loses you, you can be Good, like, like, you are all here. You're not just, like, barging on in. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, you're a cheater. You're presuming you're going to involve yourself in something. You even narrated that you were. I mean, as soon as it starts to go south for, yeah, for yeah. Shadow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it looks like uh, it looks like uh, Vexor might be a little stronger than you guys might have anticipated. Okay. So I am going to rear up, and I am going to kick Counter Circle um, into the path of the Impaling Spear. Forty. <laughs> All right. What dice are you throwing in for this? Um. I guess this is kids. Yeah. Okay. And survival. And survival, because I am kicking her. Uh, and I'm going to use Dirty Filthy Cheater. And I'm going to use my bag of dirty tricks. Your relationship with And I'm going to use my relationship with Peter. What's your character's name? Jacqueline. Shadow. Oh, Shadow. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to use my luck power. Oh, yeah, if baby your, asset. If That's your pet is you, you can only use one relationship. Yeah. Yeah, if you make an asset that's really good, but you don't want to use it for this scene, you can spend a PowerPoint to bake it later for later in the session. Yep. I didn't know that. That's cool. <coughs> okay, so what do I need to beat? 24. Okay. <laughs> so, that is 13. That's not for last man. No. no ones. Yeah, I don't think we can beat it. You could. All you gotta do is add enough dice with power points. You don't. You don't just can add a third. You can add a fourth and a fifth. Can I create a complication to gain a power point? Uh, right now, through the middle. What? <laughs> through what? Like through your SFX or through just normal? Or my limit? Yeah, you can shut yourself down and give yourself a power point. Sure. But then, wouldn't you have to take the die that you used for the luck out of your pool? Yeah. Could I use my SFX? Yeah, you're gonna give yourself a scaredy cat. 
Uh, is that what it would be? Yeah, that's the, the. I think that's what we decided. Like, you can use that SFX to give yourself a complication. It makes your uh, empty your your monster a scaredy cat. That's mine. That's my limit you're talking oh. about. Unless you also discuss that with him. Tyler also has a complication maker. Yeah, he has two. Yeah. Okay. So it makes my monster a scaredy cat. <sighs> and then that gives me a power point. So that puts me to 13, 18. I need to be what? 24. Oh, it's good. Us. Ah, no, 24. I, I added a d6 and added You a have five to add 18. all of your dice in to yeah. uh, even get a 25. Yeah. See what resources I have. This is this is where the asset economy comes into play. Building assets before a fight starts. So like getting the crowd on your side, having designer drugs, having you know a really good training bonus because you went on a good run this morning with your pet. All of these things you build, you can build up beforehand and just go and be like, alright. Let's see how so, crazy we're gonna I get today. I guess it wasn't very smart of us to walk literally into the place that everyone had told mm. us was her home base. Her <laughs> home turf. What specifically are you doing here, though? I'm kicking her into the way of her own attack. All right, so let's see. Also, am wait, I... that's gonna kill her. Yeah, I, I, was, I was gonna say, am I actually able to push her out of the way of the attack, but still make it so her attack well, fails? So we have to get past this one roll before we even get to the fallout of the roll. Yeah. I don't think I would help with this one. This sounds like attempted murder. That's what I'm saying. I want to. I, I assumed that her pet would shut down its attack if it was going towards her. I know this is a bad <laughs> reference, but the pet does have a way to shut this attack down for this set. Well, there's no way for me to know yeah. that. As far as I know, it picked it up and threw something. You can't stop it from being thrown. It's, it's psychic. It's fine. How much are you <laughs> missing from uh, being able to? Uh, like one. <laughs> well, no. If you spend, I if I spend three. I can get to 13, 18, 20, 23. All right. Um, this is a fabric. There's stuff around here, right? Like equipment. Fuel depot. Fuel there's, depot. There's weird equipment everywhere for like processing gasoline and solar panels. Is there anything resembling a bike? Yes. Obviously. There's an electric bike right over there for jet for a generator. It's like a joke they do for like, you know, playing pranks with each other. If someone screws up a work order, they have to run the bike to run lunch. So let's say you miss that kick. Uh, He's gonna. Israel jumps on his bike, on this bike, and just revs it up. Has it starts it going up, and it's like Jacqueline, jump off this, and he uh, jumps off the last moment, so you can bounce off the seats. Okay. And, uh, so let's try that again. That's uh, an extra three to your. Uh... So I spent all my power points, yeah. and that makes it twenty-five. Okay, so I now have to roll to see if they can beat that, or if I want to just have them lose. Um, I'm actually sitting pretty high on my Doom Pool, so I do want to keep pushing this to see what the combat becomes like. Yeah. It seems like if like, the combat just ends after one person not being able to beat it, it's kind of like really fast. It is really fast. Well, narratively speaking, here's what just happened. They waited for you to come to them. You pulled a dirty trick to like swap them around. They immediately retaliated by throwing a spear at you. Yeah. And in retaliation for the spear, you guys ran to the other side of the room, grabbed some garbage, and tried to knock the trainer into the path of it. Stuff is happening rapidly here. Yeah. Like, like that's just the pace of this fight. This fight is a quick and dirty, let's see who can, you know, hit it the hardest. Yeah. This is where assets like getting the crowd up in the ring would matter, because it would drag things out. No, but if it drags things out, then it benefits you because there's more rolls, which means you get more than the Doom Pool. I don't mean drag it out in dice rolls, I mean drag it out in the narrative context of the fiction. There, it works in different ways. We're just doing a quick and dirty fight. 
So, uh, yeah, I'm going to see if Vexer can possibly course correct for this. <laughs> so they will choose not to narrate how they lose and instead uh, attempt to beat 20 <coughs> what? 5. 25. I mean, it makes sense. They can't give up right now. If they just decide not to do anything, then their trainer's going to get fucking impaled. Cussing, cussing, cussing impaled. Sorry, but okay, it's so alarming. In order to stop her from possibly beating this, I'm going to activate narcolepsy. My limit so that I get up another power point. So, coup. And then probability engine to uh, knock out her highest rolling die. Ooh, fun. Nice. Okay, so my highest rolling die was a d12 that rolled an 11. <laughs> Should that now go away? Yeah, yeah. So her vision gets slightly skewed as, like, I assume it's like a camera trick almost where she's almost yeah. seeing through a, you know, manipulated. Yeah, you're both psychic and there's feedback going on, so you probably just crank up that feedback noise. Yeah. You crank up that feedback noise and it knocks out your pet. There we go. Okay, uh, what do I got here? I got a 9 and a 4, that's a 13. I gotta start spending Doom Dice. I'm gonna spend out my D12. That's a 9, so that's a... 13, 22... Uh, How many ones have we rolled? That's a lot. We rolled a lot of ones. I rolled a lot of ones on high dice. And this is what I've left after spending for uh, Vexer. Wait. Give, give it back, though. Oh, yeah, and I've knocked out a Panopticon for the time being. Yeah, Panopticon is out for the scene. So I'm going to give in at this point and not burn more of my precious, precious Doom Dice and let you guys have the victory. Uh, you get to narrate it. Like, I can, I can pick up some cool stuff, but you can also just narrate it. I mean, it that she got kicked in the uh, path of the spear, and then, you know, not to have that bloodbath, you know, we open a portal just to... You know, toss a spear out somewhere else. Yeah, somewhere else. Yeah, maybe so like outside, right in front of like her, like cat girl, just to spook her, and you know, or like yeah, outside people. in front of the factory. So it's just like close enough to create a shockwave. Yeah. yeah, outside the factory, a little hole opens and boing into this concrete. And uh, oh yeah, all right. Uh, so Corsair was like, "All right, Uncle, Uncle, we're good." That's the word for giving up. Yeah, that's the actual slang kids use. Just you know, didn't yeah. realize we were playing street rules. That's the only rules. Fair. <laughs> I'll mentally make a note of that. I'm making like, are you okay, hands after? Yeah, yeah, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Good job, Vexer. You fought well. Have a. She takes out like a tiny little cupcake. Have a treat. And Vexer just uses her hands to pick it up and just shoves it all in her mouth. The, the cat, cat girl. girl or the shadow? The cat girl. Not, okay. not the sand. Not the psychic energy manifestation of her unbridled power. <laughs> so that was super cool. Yeah, yeah, you guys did great. Uh, teleporting? Yeah. Portals. Clever. Clever, clever, clever. Hmm. Well, you, you, you won. You got the... She points to the crit. You got the thing. You got it. Huh. So I'd like to hear you talk more about how we won. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that the eight track crate? Uh, yeah, we're for the eight track. You're the out of towners. Yeah. Oh, okay. Neat. You're going to that alien city. Yeah, I want to come with. Actually, I kind of do. Uh, I don't know how long she gestures in the vague direction of town with the moaning sounds. I don't know how long that's gonna play. I, I'll leave a note at home. Yeah, it sounds like you're kind of. Kicked out from what the other kids are doing, so. Oh, I, I've big fished this town, so 
There's nothing you can really do about that once it happens. The kids will say we can all still be friends, but once you start absolutely dominating them every fight, right? They uh, they eventually grow out of you. Yeah, you know, it's the energy problem. You once you like started getting into it, and you know, start becoming better than everybody else, and you beat them all the time. I know. Like I tried to train some raptors to, I found in the desert to like be the thing I could have fight the kids' pets, but uh, they didn't like the six raptors. <laughs> they thought it was insulting. Yeah, plus you spent so much, you know, effort on training primary, then you know, going to the same level. Yeah. Well, I, I don't need them to be like magic or anything. I just taught them to steal their lunches and push them over and laugh at them. Cool. Awesome. You just, you know, you teach them to trash talk a little. It keeps things interesting. It keeps things competitive. Perfect for a heel. Yeah, you've been around here a while, right? So yeah. do you know how to get this onto the track? So we can get it back to the station. I mean, if you're going to come with us. I honestly don't know. This is like a big adult place. I've just been camping out here. But aren't there pictures? Like on the box? Yeah, probably. Um, you know, you, you could help you lift them, so I guess. Cool. Okay, let's push this cart along. <laughs> Alright, you pallet jack the cart out of here. The Velociraptors give you a bit of a berth. You get to the loading area, which has like a kind of a tower built into it and like a little lifting elevator. And yeah, you all together actually pretty easily and without a lot of intervention, uh, get this thing locked into like a little winch and like its own little sled. It goes up. You're able to tell it to go to the train yard because that's an option on the paneling for it. You hit a breaker and it just starts to slowly head down that way. In yeah. the sky. Once it gets there, they'll probably be able to deal with it. Yeah. Or eventually get there, so just unloading get off. Congratulations. You didn't screw up the containment unit, you didn't have to take it through the middle of town, and you didn't lose the fight to the trainer, and you didn't mess any of it up. Yay, we just capped ourselves with our, you know, points. Yeah, you did. That's why you want to be... Th the yeah, game is meant yeah. to constantly feed yourself uh, power points. You've got to be throwing your distinctions down down the stairs into D4s. Yeah. Like, Cortex is a toolkit system, and it says in the rules, <coughs> every game should have distinctions, because there are three funnels directly to power points. Every roll you make can be earning you three power points if you're clever enough. Yeah. I thought you could only use one distinction. Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, just spend a power point to add it in, but then you get a thing back. Yeah, you're, no, you're right, you're right, you're right. I'm drunk. I just gotta keep activating hitches, get my uh, power points, or my powers back, so I can keep activating hmm. narcolepsy. Yeah. That's my farm. Oh wait, don't you get a PowerPoint when I give you a complication? Um, I, I remember we were just baiting this last damn time. Damn it, did we look that up? I know I talked to the creators we looking at Devin, this. we did look it up, but you're also using different rules. Because there's there's multiple modules for how complications work, I, know I, I don't know which one you're using. Let me pause. <laughs> okay, we're back. We're so yes, the red crate speeds along the line with no interruptions. You see how a few sparks come off of it as it like sways ever so slightly just on the thing of being a rail cart, but out of sight, through the fog. That's what I mean. The giants seem <laughs> <laughs> to stay away from the rail lines curiously enough. Like they, they give them a berth, or like even if they try to move near them, they'll be at like head or chest height and they'll like try to move around. Or, <coughs> or like they'll, they'll start getting on their hands and knees and like crawl across the streets. <laughs> the sirens wailing. Yeah. The, the, the giants don't seem to want to damage anything. And they don't do it. You don't see them leave any like damage behind when they move. They seem to be careful. They don't want to damage their own ecosystem. Yeah, like they're gentle, but incredibly creepy. Okay. 
Time's ticking, we've still got two things to go, and it's getting late. It is getting late, you are losing game. It's, it's probably about, um, I don't know, maybe an hour away from sundown. <laughs> oh no, this is a sundown town. I don't know. Well, the, the, the season, you left Old Toronto, and their season they were going through was spring, because summer, or summer, because summer vacation basically just started for kids that go to schools. And this town is, isn't is super far down the line, but it looks like they're going through fall in their ecosystem. So sometimes you got to be careful about when the sun goes down, because even though they're in the same part of the planet, the, the sun is going down at different times. <laughs> Things are wacky. Don't, uh, don't pay attention to that too much. Well, what do you think we should go after next? Parts or food? Let's go for parts. Uh, food's kind of in the center of town. I... But food and parts both will take time too, because with the food you gotta manually harvest it. With the parts, you have to wait for the maker to actually fabricate it. Well, I mean, we can sell the parts and give the food and give the parts. Yeah. Plus, we need to have daytime to harvest food. Why don't we go to the maker? Or the, the towers of it. Yeah. Why don't we go to the maker, set it up, camp out there, and sleep while it's making stuff? We can split out in the morning. It's a suggestion. You could split up, or you could camp. We're not splitting up. I mean, wouldn't you like to go with nines? <laughs> what are you insinuating? I don't know, but you work good together. <laughs> we all work good together. But someone can sleep off their hangover. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. I'm up too late. Good. I guess I'll activate my own limit to remove my hypno eyes and activate exhausted to get a PowerPoint. He's all tired out. You made him work. Yeah. <laughs> he's like he's like gone totally wet noodle too. Like you have him in your hand. He's just like. Eh. Uh, okay, put him in your pocket and. <laughs> he's being dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, with the ghosts around, I don't really want to be wandering around in the dark. And uh, Oracle's kind of not gonna be able to keep an eye out. He's uh, a little tired. Kind of prop him back up on my arms, hanging upside down. All right, then you have to get to the town do-it-yourself station and set camp there. Let's print some like tents there. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to take Michael's or Vexer's dice pool out. So it doesn't exist anymore. And I'll reintroduce my doom pool. Whoa. That noise in that combat and using the supernatural abilities of your pets has attracted one of the giants. It is lumbering around the factory and it's stalking. It's moving. Quicker than the other ones move. Like it seems active. And like every once in a while it'll like put its hands on the building and like you can hear a soft rumble as it kind of shakes it a bit. And it'll like move its signal tower radio head down and like rattle the windows making like moaning sounds into it from its siren head. Are there actual like a announce announcers outside, like speakers? Yep. Are we able to set some off, like, on the opposite side of the building where we can exit? Sure. Let me throw a test at you, because there are complications in this facility right now. From all the damage. From all the stuff you've all... Y'all have been doing. <coughs> y'all have been Alright, this should be simple. I'm gonna throw straight up 13 of you. Alright. <sighs> should we create a diversion while you guys book it? We're all going to stick together. It's the safest thing. Like if, you, if you can create a diversion while staying with the group, that sounds like a good idea. Portals. Oh, but he's I'm... sleepy. Oh, he's out. A little sleepy. 
Yes, the oh, he has portals. Yeah, he still has portals. What if there's something in here we get that can make a lot of noise and we teleport it outside? So it's making noise and we look the other way. Like quarter circle. I like the way you think. <laughs> Is there a radio? Uh, there is a radio. If you guys want something a little more off the chain, there's a paint can mixer. Oh, that's a lot of noise. And a lot of color. So if you're inside of it. I mean, this place is just full of loose screws and coins and washers and stuff. Shrapnel grenade. Yeah, I, I don't know. That hurting that thing's good. Not hurting yeah. it, just like... No, it wouldn't hurt it. It would just make a lot of noise. <laughs> you fill a paint can full of, like, screws and nuts and bolts. You tamp it down. You put it in the shaker. You run the shaker. It makes a demon amount of noise that would hurt your ears in real life. And you just portal it outside. You just take a nest of angry bees, put it inside. Yeah, shake it. Let's do that. That sounds good. Yeah, you guys could probably, uh, if you beat this, a very little test day. So this is the test then. Yep. Beat this 13. Because that means you have to do a bunch of stuff like get it together, get it running, not run it too soon to attract the monster, and you have to jack a battery into it so it can run without a cord. Um, run a bike. Do I have to give dice? So before monsters. Uh, like with power points? Yes. Yeah. Or with, with resources. Do I have to spend power points giving my resources? Uh, no, I think you just give resources. Uh, I mean, resources are used up once you learn quality. So. It's just garbage costs, though. I'm just good at dealing with garbage stuff. So I can get like a d12 and a d6 out of this, personally. Just from survival and monsters. Do it. Alright. Six and a four. Ten. Ten, and this was so a 12. thirteen. Can I give them my resources now? Yeah. Okay. Roll them and give them the result. Okay. It's 2d6. Oh. I'm good at dealing with garbage, so... I got a one on one of the d6s. That's uh, okay. What's the other one get? A five. So yeah. the highest number is a five. Five gets added to your total. Awesome. Yeah, that means it. are gone now. Yeah. You beat it? Yep. Alright, you guys working together are able to hack and cut this all apart. You're able to scavenge up like a spare battery, some copper housing to make a converter for it, and you make a noise machine. You find one of those red paint cans for the crates. I'm gonna paint a skull on the front. Alright, yeah, so you get all together, you like you permanently attach the can to the shaker too, so it doesn't just fall out or whatever. Like you do it up, you run it, it makes an ungodly amount of noise, and uh, Muttley, we have a dragon, Teddy. It's all like, click, click, it goes outside uh, near where the giant is, and because it's rattling, it quickly falls on its side and starts rattling down the incline of the street. How do I see here? <laughs> oh, well, it's on that soft, bouncy concrete, right? Cool <laughs> so it's just, it's just moving its way down, and the giant like looks and starts like paying attention to it. Run free, can machine. <laughs> right? Oh, right, we should run. <laughs> it's distracting. Run, 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 run. Let's book it. Alright, y'all book and you're back in town proper. That giant is no longer paying attention to you. I still have a D6 complication. Yep, yeah. you know, I haven't rolled any opportunities for it yet, unfortunately. Yep, yeah, but you could also use it against the Oh, yeah, I do. I do do that. <laughs> I've, I've been doing that. Don't be worried. Okay, so, you're going to the, to the do-it-yourself station? Yep. Okay. So, probably a few side streets down from the main hub that is the community garden, which is that big arcology tower that they use as a greenhouse. Um, there is a large open cul-de-sac space where, very prominently in the center of it, 
is a um, multicolored building made of squares. So like it's a bunch of squares and rectangles that are like color coded like a preschool, stacked on each other at like irregular angles and stuff. Um, and has like very signage and like spray paint on it and stuff. And it, it, it is what a do-it-yourself space looks like. They make them look fun. Uh, probably self-printed even. Maybe yeah. There might have been a there might have been an industrial one that came through here and like dropped it off at town. Mm -hmm. That happens. There's local municipalities that have industrial ones for like mining, and they'll just send the parts to people. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, there doesn't seem to be a lot of ghosts near here right now, but that's because the sun's going down. Um, a lot of the buildings alongside here look like small kind of like um, hobby shops. They don't have products, but they're like where people go to be like, oh, hey, do you want to get into like model planes or drones? Well, you use the maker or any of its access ports to get the stuff you need, and these people here are the hobby place, or there's like slot car racers. Yeah, there's like slot car racers. This is kind of the strip where people do come for hobbies. So there's a bunch of little stores devoted to specific things that are clubhouses, essentially. Is it open 24-7? The it... do-it-yourself station is, yeah. But the stores wouldn't be. Yeah, you'd have to open them. I mean, what's the problem? Just to walk all night through. So we'd open one of those and camp out in there so that people wouldn't come in until the yeah. morning. So we'd have a time to wake up and be out of there. All right, there is a... Um... Like Wilder's Survival Club, there is a Model Drone Club, there is a War Game Club, there is a um, like a little tiny 3D printing club club. So like you print out a 3D printer and then you just play around with it. You know. Like <laughs> early, perpetuation machine. Like early man used to do. <laughs> in the before time. Uh, yeah, like there are clubs like that, you know, stuff for just niche things people in the town really like, and if people in the town like enough, they'll vote for it and devote a space on the strip to it. Do we have a way of telling the grown-ups? The grown-ups are ghosts. No, the grown-ups that we came here with. It's tricky to get in contact with Especially because uh, Oracle can only like protect our technology from a certain... I mean, we could have tagged on the, you know, fuel going out. Hey, yeah. we're coming If you there. want to done that, you can do it. Okay. I'll, I would alternatively uh, give you guys a flare gun with colored flares that mean different things if you want to go that route. Either way, just because they would probably panic. The flare's probably the best idea. Alright, so yeah, uh, one of the adults gave you a flare and a little kit of flares describing what they are for. And yeah, there Everything is one. Everything is fine flare. There is one for <laughs> camping out at night. Safe camping out. Exactly. Like safe can't, can't, camping out. You fire it over the horizon or whatever away from where you are so it doesn't come directly down on <laughs> No, just straight up. Yeah, straight up. This is where we are. Fight us. <laughs> Alright, so yeah. Boop. Two flares out, good to go. Yeah, maybe like we go to the wilderness survival place. Maybe about fifteen minutes later, you see like another flare come up from where the train area is. Just being acknowledged. Like, acknowledged. <laughs> yeah, we probably want to figure out tents and stuff before we start uh, having the machine just print out all the parts. Uh, do we have a list of those parts? You, you were do. given a data cassette. <laughs> so, reminded of that, it's like, yeah, okay, okay, yeah, I totally didn't sit on it. It's fine. It's in your inventory, dummy. Alright, so yeah, Wilder's Survival Store. You guys are going to bed down for the night. Um, mm -hmm. Do you want to do anything special? Uh, we should you... set a watch. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Nothing. <laughs> well, you're going to be it at some point. That's how a watch works. <laughs> really? It's mine. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a watch, because uh, 
don't want someone walking to the store, a ghost, and... They never specified what those things do, so... They're not good. They didn't focus and, on uh, problems, they focused on solutions. And the solution was you being in and out of there. The giants are, like, heading down for the night, and I don't want to meet what the giants are afraid of. Yeah, or if they can crawl in here, you know, where we're trapped, that'd be... You do see, like, like if you go to, like, second story because you're camping with this space on the horizon, you can sell that more fog is rolled in. And uh, that storm up ahead, like, the cloud, everyone's all lightning goes through it. And, yeah, there's a big shape in the smiley face clown that's trying to fix this place. And it's started to give off its own noises in tune with, like, the lightning. And there are shapes on the horizon that are big that are kind of, like, crowding on in where the giants are. Like, there's basically a fog ring around the town now, and there are shadows in it that don't look like the giants that are, like, making whale sounds at the town. They said this is, like, fine, and that it ends after, right? And yeah. everyone's fine after? Yeah. That's what they said. Okay. You just don't Never those seen nor heard from again. <laughs> you just don't hear from those ones that didn't go fine. Because, like, I'm going to feel really bad if we come back a month later and there's just nothing here. Why would you want to come back here? You're I mean, gonna... we're going to go back to Toronto eventually. <laughs> the silence continues. <laughs> Alright, this wilderness supply store does have animals living in it. They have mogs. What's a mog? It's a dog that, when it makes sound, it makes this sound. Bark. Bark, bark. Convincing. So like they look like their eyes are a little bigger and farther apart, they're a little asymmetrical. Oh, no. Their fur pattern looks a little bit more like I don't know, like a shirt or denim, but like with fur coloration. Like it looks like they have a pattern of like a tie going down like their chest or whatever, and like they're all on fours. You know, different breeds of dog or mog. But yeah, there's like fifteen to twenty of them in this wilderness survival store that all kind of like come to attention. You can like bark, 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 and move it over to the other like. Pawn bark, bark, wine, bark, wine, bark. This won't get at all. No, no, no. Why don't we camp up on the, the rooftop? Away from that. Yes. One of the mogs jumps on top of like them. On the stool behind the, uh, the little counter register, it kind of just sits, spins around on the stool, and like picks up a little calculator in its mouth and starts like tapping the counter. All the others are like, bark, 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 bark. He thinks he's people. Mogs. They're dogs that have fur coloration um, that looks kind of like a little office worker outfit with even like a tie down their fur. Uh, and their noises are just the onomatopoeia for the noises a dog should make. They're also a little wall-eyed and a little asymmetrical. You usually get these from like people who grew up in office buildings around them. Like These are usually animals grandparents tend to accidentally foster because they still remember what it's like to work in a cubicle farm. Picture instead of a doghouse, they just have a little cubicle. Yeah, no, that's exactly what you have to do to kennel these things. You have to give them a, a place that looks businessy, and they just like it. One of those little metronomes. Yeah, if you find like an abandoned call center, you can find like entire like like nests of these things. They're just they'll sit in the office chairs that have been left there by people. They'll like tap at keyboards. They'll grab headsets in their mouth. Let's put the Newton's cradle and put it on the wall side, and they'll be fascinated for days. That's really depressing. <laughs> So yeah, one of them's just tapping a calculator on the desk, and they're all like, we're getting like, bark, 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 bark. Taxes. Take some change, throw it outside, and then chase it. Taxes. Um, briefcakes. Um, business, business, business. Interest rates. Bark, 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 bark. 
feel like pulling at the clothes and like pawing at it. Do you want to do my taxes? They're just sitting. They're they're like sitting now, wagging their tail. <coughs> Good like, job at synergizing. Good synergizers. Mark, arc, arc, bark. <laughs> huh. Okay, that's come for the or like private place for camping, and that's how the printer, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So yeah, you guys set up this place to be your campout spot. This place does have bathrooms. That there's a vending machine like in the back or whatever that has snacks in it. Food. <laughs> most kids do. It's surviving. It is when the town is full of ghosts. And then the Wi-Fi that lets you pay for stuff is spotty. <laughs> oh wait, we can just 3D print like a glass remover so we don't make a big mess too. Oh, where are they, they gave us our that. <laughs> they gave us our burglary tools. Teddy, you could also just portal stuff out of it. Oh right, <laughs> portals. He keeps putting on like high places so we have to reach out. <laughs> He's gonna definitely portal out any change that's in the ancient change machine box in this thing. That's pocket change. change. You don't know what pocket it's in because he keeps his stuff in your pockets. <laughs> you know his own pocket space. You. <laughs> He's very, whenever you guys go to clothing stores, he's very interested in buying you khaki cargo pants that have like side pockets. He's very into it. Keeps teleporting those little clips that set off the alarms into people's back pockets. <laughs> teleporting you as many fanny packs and bandoliers as possible. Uh, a monster. <laughs> Alright, you go to the printer. Uh, yeah, it's a standard printer. It's uh, do-it-yourself space. It's easy to use. You take the cartridge. You plug in the cartridge. It asks you if you want to print out the, the blue crate. Like, it even says, you know, file, blue supply crate. Why? And, uh, yeah. Boop, boop. Yeah, the whole thing starts being... We need it, nines. <laughs> starts making, like, a weird humming sound, and all of your supernatural pets kind of, like, perk their ears up at it. And, uh, yeah, it just starts making noise inside of it, as, like, it, it has, like, a little 3D representation and, like, green wireframe on a screen of what is being currently assembled and printed together. Quest will activate. Man, I'm glad we're not camping in this one. We're going to find a Bunsen burner so we can toast marshmallows, because there's probably marshmallow treats in that uh, vending machine. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's, it supplies. Yeah. You guys set up a bit of camp. The bathroom situation is rough because the dogs will form an orderly line and they have to use the washroom. They're house trained. <laughs> there's a house plant. It's fine. Uh, but other than that, uh, I guess you should roll against a test. For the night passing, who would like to take the test? I'll do it, because I'm organizing everyone. Mm -hmm. uh, I probably resist a bit, because I tend to sleep under beds or like in storage closets. All, like, as long piled. as you take your duty on watch, that's all I care about. Okay, she's probably not going to like force you to go to bed, because you're a drunk, sugar-high <laughs> toddler who's had s'mores. Yeah, you can have first watch. Alright, I'm gonna I'll be the best at watching. Oh my god. Oh hey, I rolled an opportunity. Da -da -da -da. You want to spend a PowerPoint, you can just drain off that complication. I'll do that. Boop, boop, now boop. it's at a D4, which means I get it on my next roll. Aha, and it'll give you a PowerPoint when you use it. Mm -hmm. Aha! Alright, uh, difficulty of getting by the night safely is 16. Ooh. Okay. Who's really um, good at survival? You, right? <laughs> yeah, you're rolling. I'm gonna use adults. They're both really because... good at survival. Oh no, this survival is in the world of empties. Okay. Ooh. 
It's an empty challenge. Right, because you set the world and That's we right. set the solution. There's a rhythm to it almost. Okay. <sighs> take that, and then I'll take my survival, and then I will use my mama bear. So, I can leave the opportunity to cost the points, or I guess. Yeah, you spend a power point to opportunity to knock out a complication. What do well, I need to beat? You need to beat 16. That's for coverage, really like for a limit, like, oh, activate the opportunity to recover. Because then you're like paying to get getting. Oh, it just means yeah. when I roll a one, your thing comes back. Yeah. No, yeah, you do have to spend a PowerPoint on that. On that. I don't think because then it's like, oh, activate your limit to gain a PP. Yeah, spend no, the PP. Well, no, you can because you could also test to remove the complication instead. And well, then so what you talking about? Limit. Not a, not a complication, just limit. A limit goes away when I roll an opportunity. So, an opportunity has been rolled, your limit resets. I'm also going to use my relationship with Thaco, because they're on first watch. I appreciate it, by the way. Not you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, when I roll an opportunity, your limit's reset. This is activate an opportunity. Okay, no, what it says is activate a hitch, because it's written wrong, and the creator had to patch it while I was talking to them last week. Alright. Spend a PowerPoint to include more results. Do it. So so in React, so it's a little softer, okay? And they have to patch that before they print the book now. That gives me a 19 with a D8. You, you beat it. You also rolled a 1 on a D8. I did. I rolled a 1 on a D8. I will activate that. Take your PowerPoint. And I'll take a D8 from me. No. I'll step up. No, I can't. Wait, yes. I'll step up one of my existing D8s into a D10. So more details in my But we need it. I corral all the kids. I get them to take watches. All right, you met or you manage them properly. You get the mogs in line. Like you, you set a work shift for them. Like you basically have to. There's a little like it looks like in here and in some of the other stores. There's actually a little whiteboard with like paw prints on them and like numbers that match their little collars. So like you actually have to set a, a, a schedule for them. They've been trying to do it on their own, and all that's accomplished is them peeing and pooing everywhere because <laughs> they're 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 dogs. Also, a rule we missed. There's botches. If you roll all ones, like you did earlier. Oh, he didn't roll all ones, just a one. No, no. Didn't you roll all ones? All ones. Oh, wow, that's way worse. We'll, we'll circle back to that, but it's so rare that it doesn't come up a lot. But yeah. That would really mess you up. <laughs> next we'll time. remember that for next time. Yeah. Okay, so the empties complication that you were able to deftly avoid by organizing everyone, keeping everyone quiet, and making sure people don't wander out at night is um, at night, there's some animal walking the streets. It is, um, it's man-shaped. There's a lot of man-shaped things in this town of finding. Usually they're just animals, but um, this one's outside. It's hunched on its haunches and it has its forehands or whatever on the ground. So it's like doing like a squat, basically. It is head to toe covered in black fur and has like a big cat base on it. Like imagine the Grinch, but if it was a black cat, like Jim Carrey as the Grinch. Yeah, it has a bag over its shoulder, and it's uh, it's using like its big again. Just imagine the Grinch costume with those long furry fingers and like the beard and stuff, but a black cat. And he's just like gently rasping on the door, tapping on it, trying to get one of the dogs' attention, the mog's attention. Well, unfortunately, I gave them all a lot of spreadsheets, so they are very focused. Yeah, they're they're putting their paws in ink and stamping their paws on paper, and then they're giving the paper, and then they're like bringing the paper over to you and waiting for you to pat them. Yeah, I pat them and I give them a letter grade. That. Yeah. Is a letter grade a heart or an upvote? Uh, no, it's it's well, it's a letter grade. It's like a... they accept they accept hearts and upvotes as a letter. Okay. Um, 
Their mogs, they have three emoticons. Upvote, heart, like. So thumbs up, an up arrow, and a heart. Those are the Most of them get, get, get hearts. Uh, there are a few upvotes. Uh, one of them gets a crying Pikachu, though. There it is. There. You smudged it. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the thing is out there just like rasping on the windows, trying to make noise, and being like, like gesturing to the top. It's like moving its sack over its shoulder a bit. I don't like it. But you succeeded, so none of them got lost. Yay. Oh no, you know, the mother will get lost. What a tragedy. God, it's like you're a sociopath. <laughs> can I make a relationship with these mocks? Yeah, you absolutely can. You just take a relationship with them. That's very powerful. Sure. I'm going to be a lot softer with relationships in season one, like, you spend a PowerPoint, you just keep it for the whole session or whatever, or, I don't know, maybe even later if you bring them with. Who cares? You know, it's season one, it's fun. Things are going to get a little tighter in season two. Alright, after about an hour of unsuccessfully trying to creepily vampire attract uh, one of the puppies into walking out of the store, It'll, uh, it'll slowly back away, but as it backs away, it's doing this with its hands, like making that gesture motion as it backs away into the shadows till all its eyes are showing. It's not a very jellical cat. <laughs> it's literally what it's called. It's jellical. <laughs> Do you have any of your trainer friends who know about them? They're a common, like, city pest. They seem like something Roxy would know about. Definitely. So, jellicals are, um... They're empties that kind of occur naturally where mogs and like the ruins of office spaces exist they kind of fill an ecological niche as like managers or slave masters what they'll do is they'll find they'll find animals that have adapted to the worker lifestyle and they'll like put them in a sack and bring them to where they live and make them do things that aren't just unproductive and pointless but stuff for them like running on little treadmills or digging up like food for them so cats but smarter <laughs> <laughs> There's a whole ecosystem out there for office creatures. It's like a category of empty office type. So just for like an hour, well, everyone but like uh, Jacqueline was asleep. The, the film was just catching this thing. Yeah. I was the one on first watch. Oh no. <laughs> so yeah, it's just like you know the film is watching out. Everyone's like you know in their sleeping bag, just past them at the glass is that thing. Its eyes are very reflective, like uh, like the Nightman and Always Sunny. He has cat-like eyes and knows kung fu. Yeah, so exactly like a found footage film. Yeah, uh, it's awful. Like the next morning comes without a hitch. And <laughs> you guys sit down and put it on the plaza, or one of the TV walls, basically. Wow, I uh, wish I hadn't seen that. Yeah, me too. I didn't get to sleep till the third watch. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you like you didn't wake us up when this was going on. Well, the door was locked. And it's, it's, it's a kitty. It can't come inside. So if, it could, if it could, it would have come inside. The tiniest cat um, flap. Cats <laughs> have ways of getting in. This, this door does have a cat flap, and it has been nailed up. <laughs> yeah, see? Kitty can't come in. Because it's locked. There's just one word scrawled on like the, the wood board. It just says, in like, someone used like, a wood burner to burn it. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, is the printer done? <laughs> yes! 
Yeah, so you get out as there's like 15 minutes left on it as you guys review your footage, and just as that conversation happens and you look notice the don't on the cat flap door, there's a pleasant ding! Yo, so we ain't, uh, we ain't sleeping in this town again, so <laughs> I ain't sleeping again ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a, uh... Oh, I wonder if that's, if that's Vex's brother. Bexer was the jellical choice. <laughs> Quarter Circle has like an arcade underneath town where the puppies are constantly like like running on little treadmills to power it. <laughs> They're constantly bringing watering cans over to water the, the catnip plants. Bark, bark, bark. Bark, bark. Okay, so I guess we take it out along with our little army of mugs now. Bark, bark, bark. Bark, bark, bark. All right, it's a crate, and uh, yeah, it's sitting there in the middle of the platform. Like the plat, like the whole thing opens up, it rolls on out on a on a conveyor belt, and it drops it on a round kind of platform raised surface that kind of you know rotates and clicks into place. You have the blue crate. It's morning though, so there's a lot more of those ghosts around this area. This is a person area. How many bogs are there? I think I said about fifteen to twenty. Okay. And they're like, I know I know people like dogs, they're like the dumb dog breeds, like golden retrievers, labs. I know they're very smart, but they look big, fluffy, wide and dumb. I was picturing them all as, um, like, pugs. Uh, yeah, I was seeing Corgis. Possible scariers or pugs or whatever. Corgis like, would be better. I like, like that. Like, big, high-energy dogs, but their energy is like, like, imagine the dog with the golden retriever that's at the keyboard with the headset on. Okay. I'm going to point five as safety officers. And five as middle management, and five as supervisors. Okay. And they're all gonna assign their various roles while we load this crate on. All right. So all of them are just managing each other. Yes. Bark, 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 bark. One of them will go over and he'll like pick up like a like a sheet and he'll drag the sheet over an exposed trailer hitch or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They'll make sure that the child safety cabinet in the bathroom still locked by nosing at it. Okay, what are you going to do with this crate? So should we take it with us or deliver it? Load it off well, the this, rails. This is one we can portal, right? Oh, oh right. Yeah, the maker space doesn't look like it has a uh, rail system here. Like, there's just too much going on for them to build that in as well. It would dominate the horizon. So, uh, you're going to try and portal it? Do it. Like, that's what you're going to do? You're going to try and portal it from here all the way to the train with your little buddy? Sure. I'm going to throw a test at you. Do it. All right. You have to beat... Oh, shit. I mean, cuss. Uh, there are two opportunities in play here, if people need any opportunities. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll take... Uh, is this a hitch, right? Or is that different from a... An opportunity so... means if you have an asset... Have you shut down any of your pet's powers? Yep. Narcolepsy. When a hitch or an opportunity happens... This when it comes back. Okay. Yeah, because it says when a hitch, but that's actually wrong. It's supposed to say when an opportunity, because that's when he rolls one. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You don't have to do anything. I just tell you there are ones, and your stuff powers back on. All right. Yeah. Powers but back I can on. also spend a power point to downgrade my complication. Yes, yes. You can. Yeah. So you can down, you can downgrade it by two for one power point. Can I do that to both or just one? You can spend another power point to do it to both. I will do that. What complications do you have? Spooked and scared cat. Oh, there you go. So yeah, both of them get a two-step downgrade. 
So they're D4s, which means I can use them on my next roll. Yep. You have to, I think, and you get two power points from them. Awesome. Okay, so, Pete, uh, you can tell I rolled super well, eh? Yeah. Matt, so uh, the difficulty is 10. I have a lot of D10s. Ooh, okay. Uh, I got a 1 on the D12. I will buy that. You can get a PowerPoint. I got a 1 on the D8 and a 1 on the D6. I will buy the D8. You can get another PowerPoint. I will ignore the D6. Is that all ones? No, that's just three. I rolled six dice. <laughs> <laughs> just three? What was the difficulty? Uh, ten. 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 So I'll give you a 12 with a D12. You did it! Huzzah! All right, Ted, or if you want to describe it, you can. So, like, you know, Teddy just focuses his bearings, you know, gets where the thing is, like, you know, aims it with a little thumb, and, you know, does a long distance portal that just, like, you know, seems to be sucking the whole dimension in here. Just, you know... Like, the hole starts small, and, like, a corner goes in, and it's starting to, like, bend and get soft like a sponge, where the rest is trying to fit in, and you can see him straining as it gets wider and wider. Yeah. Okay, so the street starts to creep on inward into the portal like a like an Ouroboros, basically. Yep. Okay, let me push it through. Alright, you guys all come together and give it that last little push. And meanwhile, at the train, like in front of the train station, it pops up out of the ground and lands softly. Huzzah. Hey, two out of three. One more. Center of town. You guys have to get to town. Like, you gotta get to the, the, the community garden in the middle. And that'll be a test, because all of the ghosts are active, and the giants are a lot more active, because those things... Now that you have sunlight to see through them, you can see what's in the steam cloud that the, uh, the green cloud is calling in. On the horizon, surrounding town, are four giants. But they're not man-shaped. They're hexapods. They're basically large stalks with... Hex means six, right? Yeah. This five would be a pentapod. With six, it's like a central trunk with six sort of branch offs coming down, and they're stumbling across the landscape, kind of like a hand. Uh, like the central <coughs> arrival. Yeah, like the hexapods from arrival, actually. And they're just kind of moving around town like big, weird, shadowy uh, cuttlefish, staying in the steam cloud, and like making whale sounds. It seems to be irritating the giants and the sound they're making. Huh. That's weird. You know about the hexapods? They're. They're the things that are on the horizon that most adults just kind of paper over in their mind. Like, they, they don't even talk about the fact that there are giants on the horizon a lot of the time. These are like grazer animals. They're, they're titans. They're big things that came back when, uh, when the terraforming happened. So, like, we have mammoths. There are T-Rexes. You know, there are giant sloths and stuff. And, you know, there are these hexapod things. They move in herds. They're kind of like land whales. They can also walk on water. Like... If there's a lake or an ocean, their limbs can actually support themselves buoyantly, and they'll walk across it and just filter the water from there like a giant suction pump. They have like a spout on their back like a whale, basically, to pour out their water that they filtered. So they're like the green clouds, but a terrestrial version. Oh. <laughs> or one specifically for an ocean environment or whatever. Okay. Let's move quickly before things get more complicated, I guess. Alright, let's throw this test now that everything in town's being agitated by your presence and, you know, the white blood cell immune response the planet's putting up to whatever this is. That's a lot of dice. I know, right? Uh, but hey, I rolled two ones. If you have any more opportunities, you need to activate. Nope. <laughs> I almost wish I could just keep cycling my epilepsy every time. Right? And I feel really cheesy. <laughs> That's fine. It's the economy. In this economy, Kevin. All right, I'm going to throw a hard 19 at you. 
Should I do um, this? Can I make a lot of noise to distract all the things? And that's how I will be helping. To I'll draw them all away because I have a lot of guys. And then you guys can get the stuff we need. I mean, whatever you're going to be doing, you'll still have to beat that. Can you beat it with your role? Well, maybe. There's a lot of us. I think it's an individual role that has to beat it. Someone has to be elected to beat the total. That's what I'm saying. Though, I, I might be able to do that if y'all are cool with me going off on my own and making a lot of noise. Like that, that's how I'm cool with that. I don't know if I'm super cool with that. No, you're a wild kid, so it's not like you're used to, or I'm used to being on your own. Yeah. I'm going to trust you with it. Okay. So are you going to actually stop me, or... Well, I mean, like, this I'm, is not gonna, I'm not going to throw, like, a leash around you or anything. <laughs> I mean, it's right there. I'm just I'm picture, that, I'm picture that Willy Wonka. It's like, no, stop. Don't. No, right. stop. Don't do it. Gene Wilder. You go, you go to that Jellicle cat out there. Like, it's just... The Jellicle cat, by the way, is watching you guys because it's morning. So it's like, it's like leaning up against a building all sassy-like, and it has a cup of what seems to be coffee. There's a cat paw in the cup. And it's with its other hand. It's kind of just like flipping its tail around like it's a cane or something. It's I'm, just looking at you. I'm just picturing the Michael Myers, or not Mike Myers. Yeah, the Mike Myers cat in the hat. Slash yeah, the Jim Carrey Grinch. And now I'm even uh-huh. more uncomfortable. <laughs> it's both, but a black cat. Like, I posted a picture of it earlier, um, way earlier in the week, where it was like that little cat. That's exactly what this is. I don't like that. Oh, it's also <laughs> my cavity. Yeah, someone's gonna um, need one of these called the cavity, and it's not gonna be great. Yeah, I'm gonna. No, at least the buckle will cut. Jeez. Uh, so yeah, I'll just be like, okay, everybody, this is what's gonna happen. You guys are gonna go and get all the stuff we need, and I'm gonna be really, really loud. We're we're gonna be really, really loud, and a lot of us to make them all follow us and not follow you. So if that cat over there comes within like ten feet of you, just blow this whistle. Okay. Because that's a different. Is it like problem. a cat whistle, like oh, there's dogs whistles? No, it's just to let us know that the cat is getting too close, and so we have to come and beat it. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's looking really kidnappy. <laughs> they only kidnap dogs. We don't have that. <laughs> Your menagerie doesn't look like dogs, so you're fine. You smell like a dog. So. Like a wet dog. Okay, I'm gonna do it. Do so, it! So... You gotta beat 19. D8 for empty, D10 for training, because I'm using all my dudes to do this. Another D8... That's a D8, Yes. Another D8 for, um, <laughs> the fact that I'm a feral lost kid. Feral lost person. Yeah. Okay... Then I'm going to use a D12 for my relationship with Scroogle, because he's also going to get big, so you'll see him a lot. Yeah, so considering I'm using the long gate in the roll, I'll use a D6 with that. And I have my D4 from my complication. Okay, so I rolled a 1 on a D8. Uh, I'll buy it. And what was the difficulty? 19. I will use a... PowerPoint. 
Okay. I'll do three together and you yeah, do Yeah, so I'm trying to decide or whether I can do something. Actually, if you use better. this, that's a four, so that will be 21. And then it'll be eight. Yeah, Perfect. I'm going to spend. So I have to wait. Yeah. I only have two D. I only have two PowerPoints. So you spend one of them. Oh, right. So I right. add the third one in. I forgot you already got two dice automatically for a second there. So yeah. yeah. I'm going to spend my two PowerPoints to do that. One. To add the third die in to the total, right? I thought I was adding all of them, and I was like... No, you don't need all of them. Yeah, I don't need all of them. But I also used that D4. To so get a PowerPoint. I, yeah. And I now it disappears. Did I already get that PowerPoint? No, no you, you bought another one, so I get that PowerPoint back. Okay, yeah, so I spend a PowerPoint, get one back, so I use my D4 complication to get it go away. I got a 21 with a 5 on a D8, with a D8 as a... Yeah, perfect. Back, yeah. So what did you, did you beat 19? Yes. Alright. So yeah, you and your uh, swarm of little monsters are able to uh, distract the ghosts and drag off any undue attention that would come your way, and you separate from the group. Yep. So away with you. Yeah, so remember, you don't spend dice to separate us. Oh I can. Yeah. I haven't had a yep. reason to yet. Wasn't good. I don't want to spend my dice. To mess with you. Tyler. <laughs> exactly. He's like, what was that, Walmart? You want me to join you? You want me to get inside you? No, I wasn't going to creep. I wasn't going to gross. I was like, you want me to join you? I'm too per. I'm too beautiful for this world. <laughs> sure. Or... God almighty. All right. Uh, so yeah, your feral friend uh, takes off with their swarm of animals and uh, is causing a commotion in town. You all beeline for the center of town where the community garden is. The community garden was probably some sort of like office tower in the before time. You know, there's clear signs that it had like something like a city bank or, or some sort of like RBC thing on it. And that's long since been ripped off and like painted over. The outside is coated in vines and greenery and solar panel uh, like sheet metal basically. So it's large. It's not super reflective. It absorbs light without like hitting you with bright spots, but it looks very mirrored, very shiny, and very, like, pleasant. It looks it looks the most like the future, even past the replicator you guys were using. Like, it looks the most Solar new. Punk. Yeah, it's or new and futury and hopeful. Solar Punk is, like, the exact aesthetic you're looking at. Yeah, I mean, get a, get a song for the middle of town. Okay. Center Town Community Garden. The community garden is a large multi-story building, as I've described. Each layer is basically of it, knowing from the own community gardens you have in your own hometowns, because all towns have stuff like this now. Um, it's a large advanced hydroponics facility where people with specialized skill and knowledge and like, you know, different needs will use spaces in it to grow the food that people in town will eat. Um, so this basically supplies food for the entire town and surrounding areas if it needs to send out like relief food or anything basically. Or help kickstart farms with like, you know, pre-growing plants that are already like in their seedling stage. Um, it has a central lift that takes you up and down the tower. It is connected to the rail system, but it looks like the rail cables have been cut. And, um, yeah, all around it, the base of this tower, the whole city's been built into like a little community area, there are stalls, there's a farmer's market, there are all sorts of like amusement shops, there's a small sort of like uh, kids play park, there's an actual monster arena as well, 
Um, off one of the side kind of segments of the wheel that is the center of town is a um, like league official, like league recognized arena, which means it probably has like a variable mode where it can change up what's in the arena itself and like put obstacles and put like hazards in, like battle bots. Nice. It is offline. Like it's not connected to the to any networks. It's not being powered right now. It's gone to safe mode. There aren't any adults to like be like sanction event. Um, and yeah, the tower and everything around here is vacant. There were adult ghosts around and a giant, but the noise you're making has drawn them away. And whatever that siren head giant was is looking in that direction mournfully as like the steam and the rain pour on down here with a slight rumble of thunder, you know, rustling the leaves and making like a forest sound in the middle of the city. It's like you're in a rainforest going to bed. Ghibli-esque. It is actually, you know, the horror aside, this is actually a pretty nice morning. Okay. Also assuming we have flares in case we get separated too, so we can... Yeah. So, middle of town. Well, we do have the shopping list, so... Let's go go. They have a shopping list inside. Yeah, inside the crate. Yeah, close enough. We just gotta find the crate. Probably have a warehouse. Yeah, there's probably a loading area or whatever. So, come uh, where are you guys going to search for the loading area? Think of that real quick. And Nicole, what are you doing while they're all looking for the crate? How are you going to eventually double back? Um, yeah, I guess that's the best idea. You can go on looting. All right. Um, as you're coming on your way back, you notice one of those jellicles. This one, though, is wearing something other than a burlap sack. It's wearing a necklace with teeth on it. Like, not people teeth, those fangs. <laughs> okay. I'd be more worried if I had, like, people teeth. Right, I would be like, oh, okay, maybe I should get this whistle ready. <laughs> <laughs> Are those cat fangs or the, like, the snake fangs? They're the ones that uh, Kevin's got a bang. Uh-huh. And it's, uh, it's just, like, leaning against something that's a clipboard in one hand. It's, like, whistling at you. I'm going to wave, but I'm going to stay back. We use that gesture emotion. <laughs> Come over, get in the sack. I have candy. Can I tell if he has a trainer? No, it's not magic. Does he have a sack? In addition, he has the necklace as well. Can you uh, give me the bag first, and then I'll come? Okay. Passes you a bag. When you look back, there's another one over his shoulder. Oh. oh. <laughs> just hand Tied this arm in it. Whatever, I have a bag. Tied <laughs> like a cape or something, I don't know. Um, That's right, it's almost completely on you now. The cape <laughs> is the real animal, it's a symbiotic relationship. <laughs> like cockies. They have those in D&D, they're called um, chokers or clovers, and there's actually a variant of them that looks like a king's robe and shawl, and like looks like a big fancy king robe, and if you put it on, that's a lamprey, and it starts trying to eat you. Uh. I'm gonna oh, come man, closer, dude. but it, like I'll like come closer, like moving my leg closer first, and like coming closer, and I'll like careful. It uh puts the clipboard uh like at arm's length away from it, and like flips it around in its hand. It has a like child's picture of the grocery tower, and there's like a bunch of the cats holding hands around it with smiley faces on them, and they're on top of a bunch of these teeth, and the tower itself has a bunch of teeth on them dancing with happy faces, and there's a picture of a birthday cake. Okay, so you and your friends. Does he want me to fist count? No, he's, he's, this is the clipboard. He's like trying to make you understand the clipboard. 
You guys know how quick you are on the uptake. Are you <laughs> saying that you want me to get food for you, or that your friends also hang out there? Just smiling and like like dramatically gesturing to the picture, like it's so important. Mm, no teeth or money. I don't know what you're trying to say. Maybe you should just show me. It like puts its hand out for you to take its hand. I'm not gonna take its hand, but it'll follow him. It's gonna be insistent. It's gonna put its tail so you can grab its tail. Okay, I'll do that. <laughs> Alright, it'll start walking like a Dr. Seuss monster. <laughs> and a few others will join you. They're all walking in a straight line, some of top hats and canes. They're like, they walk by a broken open top hat and cane store. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna my, my guys are all like around me and stuff yeah. too. They're like, mm. uh, Anyway, coming back to you all, where are you looking for the crate? Well, probably around where the broken line will be. That's at the top of the tower. Ah. Oh. oh, like where it might have fallen on the ground? Nothing by where it fell on the ground, but you do find a skiff that looks like a skiff might have failed and might cut the cable. It didn't, whatever was on it was gone. Mm. Maybe like an employee parking lot? It seems like there'd be. No parking lots, no cars. Oh, I know, but there'd still, still be a firm from before time, wouldn't there? Nah, they got rid of those. Most, of, most cities have been, like, ungentrified or, like, unsprawled into, like, small, tight-knit areas that have been rebuilt. It's just the Walmart that has, uh... They don't... They didn't... They tore down theirs. That one is new. They burned theirs. <laughs> well, I guess that's just study inside, going floor by floors. All right, so you're well, I mean, there's set. probably a directory. There is. Especially in the lobby. It's very, uh, like, like botanical gardensy humid in here when you come on in. And, uh, yeah, various floors for various types of produce and whatnot, fruit, vegetables, you know, uh, herbs, uh, wheat, that kind of thing. And, uh, yeah, and when you go on in, there's a directory. And, yeah, there's a loading area. Um, it looks like they uh, do, like, like, the major amount of loading in the basement. Like, they'll feed stuff into, like, little... Uh, elevator shoots, it'll go down there, people will sort from there. It's all very taken care of, basically. Well, because that's where we're loading. Probably we'll have to put it down the chute and go up, get, get the stuff, toss it in. Okay, let's check out the basement. Yeah, basement's easy to get to, it's not a trap or anything. Someone's clearly living here. There are tarps everywhere with like crudely painted teeth and happy faces everywhere. There's a sign misspelled that says, um, Productivity is love. I hate it. <laughs> if no. you can lean, you can clean. Yeah, if you can lean, you can clean is written on one of them. Cats love leaning. <laughs> uh, so probably the poor pies are harvesting everything. <laughs> oh no, it doesn't look like there's anyone working in here. Like when you get down to the basement, some of those cats are down here. Like they're all around a pool table playing pool. And they'll kind of just, without that vacant, happy face, turn to look at you. And they kind of turn away and get back to their pool game. Fire will purge their sins. <laughs> Do we bring the pugs along? Oh yeah, they're trailing behind me. Perfect. They're, they're mine now. The mods. For now. <laughs> we will fight every single one of these cats. I will fight all of them. The cats will start making cat noises. Meow. 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 Why is this more uncomfortable than the dogs? <laughs> meow. Why? <laughs> meow, meow, meow. Gonna shut meow, every door behind us as we walk. 
try and keep them out. Away We're from not us. getting to you. Like, there's a couch. They have like a like a drinking fountain. They have a bunch of dishes on like uh, tables nearby. They're just hanging out here. There's a bar down here. They've moved. There's also like a bunch of planters of catnip off in the corner that are just like you see a few of them. They're on there. They're like kneeling in front of it. They're like batting at it and then, like hitting each other. Huh. Okay. Does anything here look like a green crate? Uh, yeah, there's a space where the green crate should be, like, there's, like, a locking place for, like, storage and stuff, and it looks like it's been unlocked and moved, like, it ain't here. I guess they point to that thing, look at those cats. Well, it, like, me. scratches the table a bit, it's like, meow. Looks over to you, makes a snapping with its fingers. But he needs a one motion. Um... I guess they want the fangs? No, they don't know. Like, it's like, what, what do you want? I just gesture towards the missing space where the crate used to be. Put his hand on his chin, strokes that weird Jim Carrey Grinch beard it has. Goes over to the bar and uh, like, like kind of moves around the drunk cats. Uh, and there's a bunch of pictures like pinned to the back of the bar. One's like a picture of a green crate, a brown crate, a red crate, a blue crate, a gold crate. And it's like gesturing with its hand underneath. Point to the green one. Taps it. It makes a snappy motion to the back room. Okay, let's go there. Goes back to its game. It's easy. What's that town from uh, Earthbound where it's like four or something? Foresight? Foresight, where it's a little creepy and adult. Yeah. Over the bars. Yeah. yeah. Big. So it's like that. I based this session off going to Moonside. What's it like in the adult world or whatever? Okay, you open the door, and uh, in the door, there are a bunch of cats that are hiding behind like a door frame. Some are hiding in like, a little closet area. Some are hiding behind stuff. And they're about to get ready to jump, and they see it's just you, and they all just kind of go back down and wait. And they all have like little party hats on their head. Oh! <laughs> Okay, close the door. One, a bunch of them are hidden in the green crate. Um, just have a picture of that crowd outside, so we can like ask them pretty much about the picture, like pointing to whom, for whom they were waiting. I just got a spritz bottle. <laughs> oh my God, you want to start fighting with them? I see. Yes, I will fight every single one. Obviously, they're waiting for one, one of their friends to come in. Obviously, I won't leave the crate, so we have to take that jellicle in so they can do a thing. And During then you'll leave One of the cats comes out of like a bakery with what looks like an approximation of a pig birthday cake. And it's just on a platter. And they're all, they're all in a conga line getting all happy. I'll clap with them. Some of them are snapping. I don't know how to do that. I'll try a few times. And... <laughs> Alright, well, eventually, uh, Nicole Thaco joins up with the rest of you. You hear a commotion outside as more of them come on in. And one of them comes in holding a birthday cake. It comes into the room you're in. They're all, like, they'll stare at you for a bit, and they'll lose interest. And they put the birthday cake down, they put a cover over it, they throw a sheet over it, and they all start putting on party hats and creeping into boxes, like five people to a closet and stuff. More than, you know, cats. Cats are like that. Guys, my fight-or-flight instincts are rearing up, and I'm fighting. Oh, I'm gonna fight with them, actually. You have bonded with them. It's like, okay, apparently we're fighting. It's a surprise party. Yeah, it's clearly nice. a surprise party. Woo! So the best. So I'll like, hide behind the bar or whatever with all my guys. Do y'all hide? Is there a space I don't have to share with one of these cats? 
so I'll you hide can make a space for yourself. Yes. <laughs> Don't uh, touch me. I'm gonna like gesture to the hiding places and turn to the corgis and go bark, 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 bark. They know what a work uh, birthday cake is. Bark. <laughs> they understand bark. about what happens when someone's <laughs> birthday party happens in the office. Okay, we'll hide. A 15-minute unpaid break. I know, right? <laughs> Crap. You gotta bring cake the next time. Oh. It always seems like such a pettiest complaint, but I get it. If you're working for nothing, <laughs> having to pay that shell out for cake every other day is a nightmare. Just pay for it, company. Good companies do that. They actually will just, you know, pay for your birthday cake. Pay for the thing. And we just grab shit from our bakery. Yeah, exactly. Cuss. <sighs> Okay, there is a wait, and then you hear someone approach the door. The door opens. Standing in front of the door, taking up the entire frame, is what looks like a pudding, like a black pudding, if it was flipped upside down out of its container, with like tendrils coming out of it, a bunch of those teeth in a maw, one big green eye, and it's like flailing and making like mouth opening and clothing noises as all the cats come out and start snapping at it intensely. I'll jump out and be like... Everyone is snapping, like one of those on his knees, snapping to the sky like he's firing guns. <laughs> I'm gonna say snap as I pretend to snap my fingers. Bark, 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 snap, bark, bark, snap, bark, snap. bark, bark. And it just, it just goes over and just puts its face onto the cake. There's clapping from behind. Good work, people. You did it. Company lunch. Company lunch. And they're all snapping. Company lunch. You can't say that's right. Bark the bark. A kid, about, you know, shorter than you would imagine. He looks like a short kid. Uh, agency. Oh, man, this guy's like eight. <laughs> <laughs> Strolls on out. Here's the work, guys. He is a little ragamuffin-looking kid dressed up like an Oliver Twist orphan, so like burlap and leather and like like that kind of gray washed out brown bad padding material and like a little cut-up business suit. He's wearing hand wraps, shoes that are clearly cobbled, a little page boy cap, and he has a blue eye and a green eye, and uh, he's just clapping, be like, good company party, good company party. Company party, company party. I'm just gonna repeat what he's saying because I, I don't know what the fuck is happening anymore. What the cuss is happening. <laughs> I don't know what the cuss is happening. Yeah. If anyone wants that line. <laughs> I, I don't get it. <laughs> ah, also make believe or whatever. Playing house, only business. It's his birthday! Happy birthday! We could not have made it clearer. I figured that was it, but then you said company parties, so I thought maybe it was. That the company's birthday? Birthdays happen on company time. Company birthday. Who the cuss are you? Taco. Go for the eighth track. The eighth track. Oh. Train people. Yes. What uh what are you doing here? Town close for business. We're, we need the food for the green crate. The green food, eh? Well the food's upstairs. But the crate was in there. Oh, yeah, cat crate. Use it for hiding. We need it. Yeah, we don't need it anymore. Hiding's over. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See? Told you. So, I got one name. This is Scroogle. This is Paschetti. This is... I'm going to name each and every one of the, the swarm. I, don't, <laughs> I didn't write down the names, but they presumably have names. Yeah. I, might, I might have to look at the, around the room to figure out a new name for some of them. 
the uh, the giant ooze thing behind him has like a notepad, and it's like clearly pantomiming Ray stuff on the notepad. Nines, Oracle. Shadow and Teddy. Lumberjane. <laughs> Look, I'm just looking at your monster. <laughs> We're all waiting. I protectively hug it to my chest. Anonymous. <laughs> Miscellaneous. Nice to meet. And who are you? Ah, kayak, Mr. Smiles, and the staff. Oh, wait, right. I had a thing. I was supposed to... Uh, I pull out the sack of teeth that they gave me. Oh, customers for Kayak and Mr. Smile. Excellent. Business, business. How can we business with you today? What are you selling? All sorts of things. Things that you can't get from the top dwellers. Things that aren't really available in town anymore now that everything's gone all extended lunch break. Yeah, we could totally hire this guy's cats to, uh, like, pick the vegetables for us. Sounds like a plan. Kayak has labor. Kayak always has labor. Labor has price. And we got your teeth money. Ah, so. Good, 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 good. Teeth great. Teeth only, uh, non-fiat bank-backed currency in town. So Immune to inflation. Kayak learned business well. So do we want like loot, or do we want to not have to pick a bunch of vegetables? I don't think we want to pick any vegetables. So, labor is one of the things. What else do we got? Ah. Come, come, lab, 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 lab. Work R and D business. So yeah, in the back, in like one of the little storage areas down here, there's um, a lab for like chems, like like the stuff you use to fix your pet in league combat. Ooh, good stuff. Kayak got hard drive from out of towner ways back. Hard drive had some very simple do-it-yourself hipster homebrew setup DIY. His own yeast starter kit, chemical instructions on it. Most instructions had small novel at the front about them vacationing in Portland before getting to actual receipt. You have to read all of them though. The spirit of the recipe is in those stories. They're crucial to recipe. <laughs> Some have instructional video. All of them, least 10 minutes. Less than 10 minutes, garbo. Garbo, garbo. Have to be at least 10 minutes to know that it's worth quality. <laughs> Kims! Stop browsing. Look like leaguers? Leaguers, right? Kayak can tell if leaguers. Leaguer, points at you. Leaguer. But for people? Hell yeah. Or heck yeah. Oh wait, that's not. Cuss yeah. Cuss yeah. <laughs> Either way. Either way. Not leaguers. <laughs> Protectively hug my monster. <laughs> not going two rounds with any zealots. No siree. Let's have a look at the camps. What do you got? Uh, basically a selection. Of, this would be a great, excellent opportunity for you to build an asset or something for later for like fixing up your pets in a fight or keep re-energizing them or something. Well, they don't last over their session. You can bank them. Oh. No, you can't. You yes, there's an option to bank them. It's called bank an asset. Yeah, but it's only for this session. Does it say that explicitly? It says yep. you use it for a later scene than the scene you created it. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Do I they guess. work? 
Like, I'm clearly saying you can bank them until you want to spend them. Do they work on people? Like, could I sort a chem and... Don't put chem in body. That hospital. Gotcha. Fine. Let's Don't be an asset. We're all but before the hospital, would I be hopped up? No. Uh, no, 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 Age is three and up. No. Yeah. Uh, I don't put anything in Oracle that I wouldn't put in myself, so. Okay. Wuss. Okay, Ak. So, yeah. See, like, I would argue that, but my character, like, does eat the same garbage that she feeds that her pets eat, oh. so... Yeah. It's why, it's why he wouldn't pick have an Oracle fight something that he wouldn't fight himself. <laughs> it's good that Oracle's a little weak compared to you. <laughs> that actually he makes it like, totally top. doable. Wait till he swaps out for a stronger uh, monster. Like one of these Siren Heads. <laughs> huh. Okay, how do we create an asset? Spending or rolling or what? Yeah, you roll against a test. So, I'm going to throw a straight test against you guys, overcoming it, let you build the asset. And because D12s are in my pool, and I'm going to include the D12 in the pool, you can build assets up to D12. Do it. Ah. Uh, remember, every number you get over my total that's by five um, cranks up the asset you make by one step. D20. <laughs> yeah. uh, hey, I got an opportunity if anyone needs an opportunity. How much did you roll? I got an 18. 18. I'm now genuinely contemplating going out and taming one of those uh, siren heads. Oh, man. I'm not even sure if they're real. I don't know. It's one way to find out. Right? I'm not sure they're not a hallucination y'all are having. <laughs> are we on? Yeah, we're on right now. Okay. I'm gonna leave. The chemical room because he said a lot of words I don't know what he's talking about. I'm just gonna go grab some of the catnip and play with the jellicles. I love that. Okay, first d12, d10 on once. You want some? Uh, yeah, I'll take them. d12 and d10. Yep. Yoink. And that means you get two power points. Yep. Uh, how much did you roll? A 19. 19. I won't be able to beat that. Oh. Yeah, there's no consequence. If anyone else wants to beat a 19, they can get an asset. What are you setting for world? Uh, world? Oh, this is clearly the domain of uh, emptiness. I don't think I can beat a 19. We can try banking all the power points, but the session's almost over. Those carry over, the Doom Pool doesn't. Actually, <laughs> yeah, I gotta roll my two D4s. So oh, yeah. I'm gonna give it a shot. So empties. Empty chemicals are actually pretty intuitive to make if you got a, the right instruction set in like a lab for it. And no one's been telling this kid no while he's been playing with the fabricator. So I guess this would be training? School would also work. I'm gonna let you pick. They're both D6. Then take. <sighs> and is this like a technical challenge to craft chemicals, or is this like a social challenge to convince him to give it to us? Well, you pick. Whatever you want. You pick. Tell me how you're getting these chemicals, because he can either give you some he's pre-made, or you can use the lab to cook it up yourself. I'm going to use charming to try and charm the chemicals out of it. Yeah, Kai will help you out. He's a friend. He also has money. 
Uh, so not a 19, but I get two power points. What? Oh yeah, because of the force, right? Yeah. Anyone else want to give it a crack? Nope. Nope. Alright, that's all good. You bang some power points off it. You look at the lab, you try to get him to like, you know, you try and talk to him and stuff, and you're just, you're just not like, this kid's weird. Yeah. And like his gear is clearly labeled and made for himself and whatever instructions he got from some stranger. Yeah, it's a weird mix, custom camps and so on and so on, so like, hey, you might not work with every empty. Yeah, camps hard, camps expire, camps don't keep shelf very long if not made well. But Kai can help you with workers. Workers, workers, workers. Yeah, that's yeah. Teeth for workers. Teeth for workers. All right, so Kayak will like just go to the Jellicles and be and. Oh wait, where's your list? Green box. Oh, oh you need to find the scanner or something. Like you guys just need to like scan the marker. Basically, like your pet can do it. I think. Alright, your pet scans it, gets a list, they print it out at a printer. Uh, he will get a pictogram version, and he will start spraying it out to the cats, like, floor, 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 go here, go... He'll, he'll tell them what to do. It's like, go, go, like, share, and subscribe, like, share, and subscribe, and they'll, they'll funnel out. Synergy, synergy. That's the... Uh, it hasn't come up yet, but like, share, and subscribe is like a common lost kid, I love you, goodbye phrase. Scatter. Oh man, this is saving us so much time and effort. Oh, yeah. They're going really great. <laughs> Kayak will hang out with you in the basement while they're getting to work. By the way, we're going to Vila. You want to come along? What Vila? Uh, it's way east town. He does this with his head. Like He, he goes to the top of his head and it goes north. And he goes north, to the right, west, west, east. Yeah. And he goes left, west. More east, get to Maritimes. Maritimes full of people no one can understand. People from Newfoundland. Or are we going west? West, you're going west. west. You misspoke, it's fine. Way out west. Okay, I'm trying to say something, uh, but apparently my tongue is numb, because that's what happens when you eat catnip, apparently. You're not not really supposed to. (laughs) Don't do it! Keep your tongue numb, so that's what happens. Oh, uh, whatever. The cats liked it, so I was like, okay. It's a new Chinatown. You're having an adventure. (laughs) Right? It's like Sokka and Avatar, where you kept drinking or licking the juice. (laughs) Cactus juice, wasp honey. (laughs) Yeah, give it all that. Oh, a new trailer city. There'll be a lot of people wanting some cams. Huh. Kayak, pretty much big fish in pond here. Can't really go anymore up. Time to move on. New opportunity. New job. Trade up. Get resume polish. There you Do go. You have resume polish. I mean, yes, I'm the material. You could also be like an e-celebrity. We're uh, kind of filming all this. You know, good way to get the word out. Oh yeah, we can put like your share and subscribe. Like share and subscribe. Like share and subscribe. Ring that bell. Ding ding. <laughs> Wants to be a sponsor. Um, yeah, like he'll hang out, he'll talk with you if you have questions for him or about the town or about what's going on here. He's there, but those cats will fill that stuff up quick. I think they're also just inviting people into this train with limited supplies. <laughs> ah, they're fine. You're not limited in supplies in the sense that you'll starve. It's just supplies <laughs> you gotta go to other places that people don't have yeah. access to. 
fabricators aren't super great at doing like food and meat. Yeah. Plus again, like the villa wants more trainer materials, more and so on. So like us bringing more people in, that's better. People with different specialties. Yeah. yeah. If wait, did you say yes or no for coming? Yes, kayak will come, and so will Mister Smiles. Jellicles may stay. Jellicles are city trained, not good in deserts. Deserts are like litter boxes. So I was <laughs> going to ask if all the jellicles will come. Ah, oh, Kayak will cut them loose, give them all pink slips. So sad, <laughs> after birthday. And then so Jack Hall in the side. <gasps> yeah, one was just like... <gasps> you start burning. <laughs> we're, we're rioting, we're rioting. We're disgruntled employees. <laughs> so I don't that about not messing with the adults around here. I think we messed, up, messed their livelihoods up pretty badly. I don't have to care anymore. I'm being laid off. I don't really care. Woo, cut them. Do not worry about Kayak. Kayak break it to them gently. Kayak keep all Grunthold. <laughs> Kayak master of Grunthold. Yeah, gonna... He'll come with. Yeah. Why not? I'll throw us to our guys. Yeah, right? Boop, boop, boop. NPC pick up. And he'll be on the train. The train is expanded by one cart. Let's <laughs> get I mean, it's probably not that difficult. We just pick them up from the abandoned train stations everywhere. Mm-hmm. And add those on. Exactly. Huzzah! Okay, let's cut this on over to the train station and let's wrap this up. Yep. So, I'm just going to see this way across to the thing being full. So, yeah, bottom of the tower, uh, you know, just ground level. A lot of the people are filtering back in because it's almost unit at this point, so it's like lunch for a lot of these places normally. And, like, you can't tell the shadows out individually most of the time. Like, you're almost certain they don't map to where people might be in the real city. It's just there are clusters of shadows that vaguely have shapes in them, and then sometimes, like, one will split off and go really far away. But if any shadow's too close, they'll just immediately sort of blend together into the group. So it's, it feels like it's more an approximation of where people could be. Crowds. Yeah. yeah, it's more like the crowd itself is making the disturbance, like throwing a rock into a pond. It's very probability uh, clusters. Pardon? I said they're like probability clusters. Yeah, a little bit like that. So, uh, Kayak is sitting on the green crate. The Jellicles are all there. Everyone is snapping and clapping. So the train station. Okay, how do you get the crate there? Well, one last thing for the Jellicles before they get let, let loose. Alright, you gotta parade them through town. Yay! The final test. Oh man, I got that this deep 12 and these intense. Uh-huh. So I should start spending this stuff because we're coming to the end of the night and I hate you. 3 to 12, you lose. <laughs> I mean, I could. I could right now do this and be like, you don't get the food crate, start over. Oh no. <laughs> I could. I'm not gonna, because I don't want to. It's gonna lay on the floor. And... <laughs> Alright. I'm going to throw a d12 complication at you. No, don't get the d12. Just write it down on the paper I gave you. Uh, and I'm going to call it uh, Upset Stomach. <laughs> should, bracket should not have eaten catnip. <laughs> and I'm going to throw a d12 complication at you. Uh, you what's your name? Uh, nines. nines. Not nines. Um, Roxy 
wants you is like harping on you constantly to get way closer to these things now that you're getting ready to leave. Like, whoa, 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 we can get like 15, 20 more minutes of content out of this. The ghosts or the uh All of it. All of it. Alright. Let's put the keyboards for the cast. I'm gonna go fist fight a siren head. <laughs> what? I'm gonna go fist fight one of these monsters. You Let's go into the Walmart. I'm gonna tame it and I'm gonna make it look really cool. Oh, I don't think it'll fit on the train. Oh, they're bendy. Look at them. They're all like clean. Stuff it in. Or I can ride the top. Either Make way. It sit on the train. Like it's just sitting like a normal person. <laughs> but what if everywhere it goes, all the groups get all fuzzy? I mean, it's, it's got to be in like big there. groups, right? Like, you know, one might make them a little fuzzy, but adults are usually really fuzzy. <laughs> they drink that stuff. Okay. So. They drink the ancient juice. All right, where's one that looks fighty? You you can locate one, but that yeah, those are the dice you spend it by cool. I'll now throw up the test for getting this crate out of here successfully. Oh, we want to pause for a sec. One moment. Okay, so we're gonna talk mechanically real quick. We had a contest, or not a contest. We had a test, and the test I had was eighteen originally, and Kevin had to beat that, and through combining. PowerPoints, building out assets, sharing them with people, and adding them to totals. We went back and forth. I had not rolled some dice ahead of time so I could save them to spend them to pick dice for my pool to add to my total. So what he had to beat went from 18 to 25 to 29 to 35. And each time, Kevin was able to bring up his total to actually match it before I, or to exceed it before I matched it again with dice for my pool that I had pre-rolled. And uh, he beat me. Because Peter was hoarding eight PowerPoints. <laughs> oh, Everyone so else had two. really building those up. Yeah. Like, Everyone else had two or three. Peter had eight. Because he rolled so many ones. <laughs> I know, it's great. Give you all the D12s, and now yeah. I'm banking. I know, right? It's perfect. So you get to narrate your success against the Siren Head, not by a suit. Oh, no, you got five above, so you yeah. get like a bit of flair to it. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, they're these big 15 feet tall Silent Hill monsters. All right, so... Uh... Camera clicks on, Nine's on top of a building, and uh, he just kind of sets Oracle up. He's like, okay, okay, guys, like, share, and subscribe. He kind of backs up towards the edge of the building, clicks down his heels so that the shoes that Roxy paid for him are, like, light right up. And he just jumps off the building where a portal is open from, uh, what's your... Teddy? Teddy. Where Teddy's opened it up. He starts bouncing through those, like they're set up on in a building where it's like just, you know, up and down to build up speed. And the final one opens up and he leaps into the air and clotheslines one of these siren heads, like with an arm to bring it down to the ground. Because he's ungod strong with D12 survival. Alright, you assault one of these things and it makes that kind of weird, staticky, like air raid siren moaning sound. And it uh, takes a few steps back and starts to fall over and then starts to slowly, like, Fade away. But, uh, yeah, you floor it. So I stomp down to the ground and it's just gone? Yeah, it, like slowly like fades up like someone's turning the transparency level up. Nightmare defeated. Is it still there? Like, nope. It's gone. So much for taming it. Yeah. It learned its lesson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh... You guys overcome the scariest thing in the world and take the crate with all the Jellicle Cats and Kayak and Mr. Smiles and 
I guess uh, quarter circle and vexor will show up too. Now they see that things are happening. <laughs> mogs. Yeah, the mogs. Bark, 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 bark. And uh, yeah, you will return to the eight track. The adults, uh, goat, Frank, and the third the bomb. Really? Heather. Pardon? Heather. Helen Keller. Teller. Uh, yeah, they've, they've loaded up um, the fuel parts of the fuel crates, and like they're currently moving to different parts of the train, just opening those crates up and using them and assembling them and stuff. When you come with the food, they all kind of go like, yes! Three for three. Mm -hmm. Do you guys stop at Walmart on the way back? Should we? No. I think we've learned our lesson. I didn't learn anything. <laughs> we just tried punched to the super scary stuff. Yeah, let's go punch Walmart. Yeah, they didn't say the they didn't say the town was gonna kill you though. They were like the town is. Here's how you're gonna get out in and out of there with the least amount of trouble. But the Walmart were like, don't go in. So yeah, uh, the adults are happy. They come up. Hey, you 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 got it in a day. Good job. You guys did great. We can get to where we need to go with this stuff. Like we we were on fumes with all this. Yeah, taking way longer. Um, yeah, great job. We'll like. I don't know, hang out, do like a movie party or something. Awesome. You also have too many people that are joining the leagues and stuff. Too many people? Two new people. Oh! Oh, hey, yeah, you found trainers, cool! Yeah. And like, they'll interview, they'll, they'll like get to know them, talk to them, be like, yeah, where are you from? You told your parents and stuff, or you left a message or something. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. It's not like we're kidnapping you. Yeah, exactly. We're not, we're not kidnapping you, right? That'd look real bad <laughs> if we were. <laughs> Hmm, not for next time. Yeah. Kayak uh, will go to the Jellicles, who are all like, you know, they're getting ready to go on the train and go on a big adventure. And he's just like, yeah, yeah, come over here, come over here. And he starts handing out cards, like white cards, you know, envelopes or whatever. And they start opening them and seeing pink slips. And they start, like, throwing things, snapping their fingers angrily, getting all bushy and fluffed up. One of them gets on the ground and, like, onto his knees, looking at the sky going, meow, clicking. <laughs> Angrily. Yes, suffer. Yeah, meow, meow. Why couldn't come again? Because we don't walk cats. Oh, right. <laughs> they wouldn't live well in, the, in where we're going. It's a giant litter box. You don't... Kayak doesn't think you want to see that. It's a desert. Just thinking dumps everywhere. Yeah, you don't want to see that. No one wants that. <laughs> they even They're like to... wizards. They're going to leave it where it stands and use their magic to make it go away, which means kicking their back feet over. Yeah, they don't even properly bury it. It will be just like gently kicked over with some little sand. <laughs> like wizards. Eh, eh, it's covered. I don't see it. Fudge. <laughs> so you anyway. guys are real city kids. <laughs> <laughs> it better for them. Like, share, and subscribe as he waves to them all, and like a lot of them are just like giving him up space and like they're snapping at him. Hiss, like, hiss. share, and subscribe. We're still friends though, right? <laughs> they're like waving at you and like like they're being standoffish cats. Okay. They're like, hmm. Hmm. <laughs> You're leaving me. Hmm. <laughs> <sighs> so I guess we'll like her and subscribe and finish this up. Yeah, quarter circle gets on board with Vexer, you know, there's like bunks and stuff, there's like travel cars on this thing and, and everything. It's gonna take a couple it's gonna take like another day for them to like get the train up and running because they wanna swap out those parts. Now, mm -hmm. that's why they wanted the parts, so they don't have to use emergency stuff. 
So they do all the swap outs. It takes like another day, not a full day, but like, you know, you're here. They do movies. They'll like cycle on a bunch of shows there. They'll marathon a few things as like everyone swaps out for their jobs. And uh, yeah, the, the eight track runs a lot smoother. Power doesn't flicker as much. You know, things are more consistent. The, the noise outside is dampened a lot more. It hums to life. And you guys, um, you know, get off the, the sort of storage track, switch it over to the live track and speed on through. Hang off to their next town and your next adventure as you can see the clouds about the city start to like slowly part a bit more than they have been. And uh, some more of those giants, like those hexapods have kind of joined in with their whale song. And it looks like the town's slowly starting to like you know, recover. Maybe not all at once today, but it's going to recover faster than normal. Not a whole month it's going to take. Hmm. You guys see the lake out of the train window. And yeah, true to their word, there's a small island in the middle of the lake that has like garbage and boxes and fabricated like shelter habitats from the makerspace stacked on top of it with like gerbil tubes going everywhere and you can just barely see the outline of kids in those tubes like moving around and stuff doing their summer vacation under the sea like nothing ever happened they don't even know they're not even cognizant of what's going on except for the fuel like depoting yeah yeah it won't be that trash like ah kids got in here put it back to where it should be but i think that is the end of session two so i was devin nicole Tyler, Kevin, and Peter. And this is sponsored by Nobody. Signing off.